your energy is alive. Correct. You're so charismatic. You don't like, pull them in. You don't pull them in and you ain't want them in that. That's why Batman don't wear a mask. Yeah, so I had to separate. <laughs> <laughs> he said Batman don't wear a mask. Yeah, Batman don't wear a mask. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm joined here today with two... Gentlemen, gentlemen, um, after the conversation, which <laughs> but anyway, we're here with Alonzo Alexander, um, entrepreneur. He's also the co host, um, with Mr. Tiba Byron, who is an architect and entrepreneur and a bunch of other things. Both yes, of sir. them are fathers, um, and they're co host for the, the live and lively show. Um, here he know, here he know, um, Win Media 98.9, Win Media 98.9, giving sure. them some free advertising here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, um, lovely to have you guys. Um, love your podcast. Always a lively hour. Lovely. All right, so we have them here today. We're going to be talking about a bunch of different topics here today. We touch on nearly everything, relationships, we touch on manliness, we touch on all kind of extra things today. Mm-hmm. But before we even get into that, let's do a fact of fiction. I'm going to give you guys five statements. You're going to say if they're true or if they're false. Um, let's try to see if we can get you out of five. That's usually the thing. No, Lanzo, there's nothing to win. Um, <laughs> you're not going to leave here with... 20k and nothing like that at least not to my knowledge unless it's something that you trade some stocks on your phone or something like that all right so this one is based on fatherhood so i'm gonna start with the first one you guys all you have to say is if it's true or if it's false so number one the rate of depression for new fathers is about half that of the general population of men the rate of depression for new fathers is about half that of the general population of men true or false i would say true you said true, Tiba? He took lead on the one. Okay, cool. I'll it's actually 100% false. It is? Yeah, man. The rate of depression in for new fathers is about twice that of the general population of men. Because fathers can get postpartum depression. Um, it might have a lot to do with sleep deprivation, hormonal changes, um, changes in their relationship. The women usually change. Their partners usually shift to... You know, take you know, give more attention to the the yeah, child and all okay. of that. So yeah, it's 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 double. Yeah. All right, number two, guys. Um, unlike mothers, fathers show gender biases toward toddlers. Unlike mothers, fathers show gender biases toward toddlers. True or false? True. It's true. It's yeah. actually true. He, he, here's why I would say that. Wait, here's go ahead. Where, where, where I think it's true. Even even with a toddler, if you have a little boy, and you're Hyper masculine as a as a man, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna really watch your toddler son doing certain things. You tell him, but no, don't do that. Whereas the mother would just see it as play. The father would kind of categorize it as a behavior mm-hmm. that he wanted to stop. Gotcha. He's one hundred percent correct with that. Fathers of daughters sang more often to their child. They were more likely to use words associated with empathy and emotions. Whereas fathers of sons, meanwhile, engage in more rough and tumble play with their child and use more language related to power mm-hmm. and achievement. Mm-hmm. Number three, scientists have proven that fathers' rough and tumble play is damaging to children. True or false? False. One hundred percent false. Um, rough and tumble play that fathers tend to specialize in is good for children. It helps them to learn to regulate their emotions and also to develop empathy. You need to read the social signals of the person you're roughhousing with to make sure you don't go too far. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's very important. Children who feel a closeness to their fathers are twice as likely as those who do not to enter college or find stable employment after high school. True or false? True. True. Yeah, I think that's unanimous. Yeah. Um, also, this is an interesting fact that I feel like should be sung from the mountain ranges, right? Children who feel close to their fathers are 75% less likely to have a teen birth, mm -hmm. 80% less likely to spend time in jail, and half as likely to experience multiple depressive symptoms. Because, because fathers control the discipline mm -hmm. in the home, right? And fathers are effective disciplinarians. You always hear it like... Until your father. You see the TikToks. But outside they're telling your father. My, mom, my mother would be saying something repeatedly. And the father just say, hey. Stop that. Everybody tighten up. Yeah, man. Immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, last one, guys. So the amount of hours a father spends with his child is what matters most to a child's development. The amount of hours a father spends with his child is what matters most to a child's development. True or false? I think false. it's false. I think it, the quality of the interaction is more Yeah, cool because I, I think I remember time saying that, you know, a father only needs to, needs to spend a ball, especially in development early stages, like 15 mm -hmm. minutes. Like, you guys, I don't know if you guys are reading somehow, I don't know if I sent the email to you guys <laughs> by accident, but yeah, it's true. The quality of the child, the father-child relationship matters more than the specific amount of hours so, yeah. spent together. Non-resident fathers have, can have a positive effect on a child's social and emotional well-being, as well as academic achievement and behavioral adjustment. Right. Funny thing, with me and Lanzo, he could articulate a lot of, a lot of the things I think too. Uh -huh. So sometimes he just go and he's like, oh yeah, that's the same thing I think, but I can't express it in that <laughs> way. Because we didn't have them conversations, but my conversations don't happen so articulate, you know, articulately. It just kind of flows out mm -hmm. any wim bam way. Lanzo to put it together. Wim bam. Lanzo, I'm for, for office soon, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, you're probably be like the 15th person that tell me that. More likely than not, I thought it would have been like 40, 45. Nah, man. Maybe somewhere in that general sphere. Men into politics. I. Some of, my, yeah, some of my belief systems different, you know. They don't align? No, because I really believe in empowering people. And I know a lot of politicians use that as a catchphrase, as a slogan. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the actions, they don't really line up. No. In alignment between your behaviors and. You can't empower the people. You empower the people. If you empower the people, you, sh you show them that they don't need you. Okay, let me, let me offer uh, a marvel of your point. Go ahead. If you empower the people, and so let's say you use a vehicle like economic empowerment. Mm -hmm. So you create the infrastructure, you create an environment that's conducive to individual growth, right? So soft loans, all these things for mm -hmm. people to become big. Mm -hmm. By virtue of doing that, you increase the, the GDP. Yes, of course. If mm -hmm. you increase the GDP, everybody making money. There's more money for you to, to scrape off the top still if that's what you're into. True. Good point. Good so point. if you want to steal, it's better you steal from a, a coffer that got in hundreds of billions of dollars than one with a couple million. Because if you take out a couple million, you're going to miss it. If you got five dollars on that table. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. You take a dollar, you know. But you, know. you take a dollar for dollar. You know. Like, come on. You know. It's a whole dollar. Yeah, but if you got just dollars, like, you can't even see the table for dollars. And I take up money, you ain't even miss that. Uh, no, you ain't gonna miss so it. So if you is a politician, you know what I mean? It's but give then, and take. But you see, the thing is, the, the problem is, this thing is not just, it's not just unilateral. It's not just one thing. Like, if you increase the money pool, you also increase the intelligence. Right. So, whereas you got more billions of dollars to scrape, 
you also got people who are going to look into your fears a little bit more squarely. But then you still you also create a dynamic where you don't even have to scrape. Because correct because at, you're yeah, at that level you, you, you should you have be making access more money. to everything. Correct. So correct. it means then what you could do is some of it might be seen as nepotistic, mm-hmm. but you could empower yourself in certain ways that people might grumble. But because they're making so much money anyway, they're gonna say, "Bye, Stephen, do this in our like, and he should have done this." But what, what country in the world functions like that? Like, I don't know if of one single, none, none, single economy that functions like, oh, all of us gonna make so much money that nobody you don't even really care about what you're doing because you're just so happy. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So what if I make two billion dollars next year? Like, who cares? You you've been making billions and billions anyway. Maybe Dubai. But no. Dubai, Dubai, no, Dubai is a top-down sort of situation. Like, right. they manga full, right. they, ne- they don't have a democratic system. At all. So, you, if you don't like what's going on over here, then you just freaking leave. Yeah. You pack up your shit and, and you go. go. Yeah, man, all the Emirates, them controlled by a single family. Correct. Crazy. So, them, man, on the top is like trillionaires. Correct. And they have access to all yeah. the, 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 the country funds. All. It's like their personal pocketbook. Mm-hmm. 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 You see what I mean? So but then it's almost like you. This is my house. I just live in it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. People do prosper under that system because I mean, if you find the right, as you said, if you find the right in, and you get a little nepotism mm-hmm. shown your way, I mean, you're gonna make billions of do- like billions of dollars, man. The mm-hmm. government gonna pay you. They're gonna give you the money. But in terms of if like upward mobility, if you don't get that, then you you kind of you stop. You stop. You stop. And them kind of societies like. Even now, they have slavery in them societies still because in order for one person to get all of them resources, then somebody got to be scraping the barrel. Mm. Like, it can't be like... I mean, what, what Alonzo is talking about is interesting because I don't know of any system that has ever worked that way. But what happens is they usually kill the man that has that vision. Yeah, man, right? of course. He's a problem. Yeah, yeah, the man that come with that vision. Like, in Africa, they had a leader called Thomas Sankaro. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're familiar with him. I don't know, I don't know. Yo, Sankara, I think he was in Burkina Faso. I could be wrong, but I think he was Burkina Faso. And this man had a vision for unification in Africa. And is he bridging them? Is the man them within his system is to kill him? With outside influence, obviously, but mm-hmm. they just walk out, man. This, this thing here looked like he going somewhere. Correct. And the powers that be, the people that wanted control because they were getting cheap labor, whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever the incentive was, they walk out, you use a problem, we're going to move you. And they just do that. And it doesn't matter how much power, they, uh, uh, not power, but how much um, money they need to exert to do that. Like, whatever, whoever no. they have to bribe, no. kill, no. Like, because they have the resources, keeping you under control is important. To them, you get too out of control, things get, get to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Like Mugabe, when he was trying to start this, I mean, this is probably a little controversial to talk about. When he was trying to start the, um, I think it's the golden, the golden currency. Yes. The currency that yeah. would be actually valuable as... In Libya. Yeah, in Libya. Yeah, Muammar. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. So, but yeah, what, what I would have done is that would have devalued the US dollar. By a lot because the US dollar is just paper. Yeah, and it ain't so, underpinned by nothing. Nothing. Right. So, well, that fiat currency would have been dead. If Correct. they had allowed that to happen, this fiat currency where you have world banks or um, the International Monetary Fund and all these banks could, could decide, okay, let's print $3 billion. It would not make sense because yeah. now your dollar has to be underpinned by something. <laughs> Correct. And the dollar itself has the thing in it. You know what I mean? Like that's, it was so interesting. Like the thought of it. Like I, I don't know if I did enough research to talk about the actual logistics of how they would have done it. Mm. But the just the underpinning of our our money is not gonna be gold in and of itself. Generally, so my understanding was they had enough gold reserves mm-hmm. to create 
um, a basis for the unification of Africa, all 50 states. So Muammar's plan was, was to start in Libya and then Expand. include all of the other um, leaders on the continent. Mm -hmm. So include them one by one by one by one. So it would have been an adoption, a slow rollout. Remember, it might have taken 50 years, 100 yeah, years. But, that's, but still, that's still pretty fast. Right. But it would have made Africa the richest continent, richest continent in terms of global standing. Because we know it's the richest continent in terms of resource. Correct. Resources. Correct. But in terms of the global standing, Africa probably would have been the next world power. Mm -hmm. And that's what China, China and America were having over that right now, that position. Correct. As as the global super, yeah, the global superpower. So, because them man going after that, they see me and making them kind of moves. Yo, you little black boy from Africa. No Not at all, but you gotta, be, you gotta be shot. How you gonna do that? You have to be removed. And again, they control the media, so you create any pretext. Oh, this man doing all kind of things, he's killing half the people, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With him. But you got Flint, Michigan, where you're feeding people, where people can't get clean drinking clean water. water yeah. And ain't nothing. Yeah. Full of lead. Anything in America, and ain't nothing. Nobody could come in and say, point a finger at you go back to the land again yeah but globally you're just like hovering over over everybody and saying oh you three people dead and it's because you don't accept homosexuality you kill these people yeah, or you're this wrong person yeah 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 you. meanwhile you're killing millions of the you know millions it's, it's crazy it's millions. interesting like it's interesting because once you control the information you control everything, everything. like mm -hmm. our perception is we, we don't have the the oh, well i mean we do have it you know i guess we're just kind of lazy like we could get news from other places. Like yeah. there's no there's no reason why we have to seriously just consume the American Western media. We could consume media from other places. No, we have the ability. But the ease, I guess, the convenience of how the how the media filters through our system, like through social through social media and all of that. So the accessibility. The accessibility is just it's just easier to access Western drenched media or Western empowering media. I don't want to call it that because but it's again, not even empowering. But again, not to cut your wisdom, but that's by design. Of right? course, of course. Because the, the the persons that control the Western media, right, mm -hmm. they want that to be consumed. Mm -hmm. So anything that's contrary on them, I'm like that. Because how else would you consume it? You would consume it through a medium that they control, like YouTube, yeah, correct, Instagram, correct, correct. wherever. Correct. Because while there are other sources of information, they don't have large-scale um, platforms for no. dissemination. Correct. So they have to use even the same Western vehicles for communication. Correct. Right? So you're going to create a YouTube channel, let's say it's Al Jazeera. Mm -hmm. They create a YouTube channel and they're providing some contrary information. So let's say they're talking about the war in Ukraine, mm -hmm. right? The American media wants you to hate Russia. Right. Go with this one narrative. Correct. Oh, this thing happening. But you're offering a contrarian view. Mm -hmm. If your view too dominant and you seem like you're gaining any traction then I shut down your channel mm -hmm. what you mean you're cancelled <laughs> and then they bring up some kind of thing you see you get catch with drugs or they correct, put a prostitute correct. in a room with them and, and it ain't gonna be true it's bro. just it could be anything so you know and some of these things and then it's, it, it's so insidious right because mm -hmm. they would do these things and people would come forward with information bro facts and then they say Oh, conspiracy theory. Yeah, man, of course. Fake news. You write it off. Fake news. And then, and then at the same time, you hypo, you, you, it's, it's so hypocritical, Tiba, that they would be like, well, look at what China doing. They're filtering out all the Western media and so, but you don't do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You control, as, as, as the conduits for which we get the information, you control all of them. Unless you're going to the dark web and try to see if you're going to look up something on the dark. But then again, that's not, that's not convenient. And that's the problem. 
convenience I find that always win, especially mm. when it comes to mass like like the propagation of anything. Yeah. Convenience is always gonna win. If it's easier for you to buy the shot for $80 right across the street, you're probably gonna buy the shot for $80. If it's easier for you to go on Amazon and just shift through and oh look at this shot here for $8, let me buy that. You're gonna choose the easiest, simplest, maybe cheapest way yeah. to get what you need to get. And America gives a lot of these things for free. Facebook is free. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not free on your mind, but it's free. Mm -hmm. Social media, more social media platforms are absolutely 100%. They're free. The only thing I'll give up is everything about you, yeah. where you've been, where you're going, your GPS information. Attention, your data, attention, all your data. All your data, all your likes, your dislikes, who you're talking to, what you're saying to them. You just got to give up all your privacy. <laughs> but that's, that's crazy because, you know, I was, I was looking into um, Elon Musk. And, you know, they had this big talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. And I found that in, extremely interesting because Twitter, again, is one of these hubs for data, like Facebook and Instagram, right? Mm. So Twitter has a lot of data on consumers, people's likes and dislikes, the interests, their purchasing profiles, all of these things. And I was just thinking about it. You know, he has, he's also developing this chip called Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. yeah, Neuralink. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Just think about oh, the man, look at that. Twitter yeah. and Neuralink. Jesus, please. Yeah. This is these, sick. These, <laughs> these men are the next level. Yeah. They're opposite. And here's the thing. These concepts, these ideas, right, are so abstract that the average person don't even think about it. No. They ain't even got the bandwidth to, you know I mean, conceptualize some of these things. It's just like a... Yeah. I mean, you see him pop up with it and it's like Neuralink and then you wonder how Neuralink got all this access, how these, how this chip could give me all of this data. Correct. I only got to think about a washing machine and a washing machine done pop up. But he done create the link between the Twitter algorithm mm -hmm. and Neuralink. So it's just like, yeah. they know what you're thinking before you think it. Yeah. That is crazy. That is insane. I mean, the other day they had a story where this young lady, she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. I think it's Walmart. Walmart knew that she was pregnant before she family knew that she was pregnant. Crazy. Before she knew she was pregnant. Crazy. So, like, literally, they were selling us stuff about, like, you know, diapers and buying baby bags and all this crap, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, did this thing target me? To target me. But, but listen. They don't know. No, and even that, they don't know. Listen how crazy it is. You and I could be having a conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Your phone right there. And we're talking about, you say you need to buy some new podcast equipment. And as up. soon as you're going on YouTube or Instagram, That's the first yeah, it pop up. You're just like, why don't I just talk about this? Yeah. Is that ad? But so the thing ask. is, it means then that the device, the speaker is what pick up that. Well, the, the microphone. Right, yeah, sorry, <clears throat> the microphone. The microphone is what pick up that. Dying an invasion of privacy, Loki? Of course. Yes. But, of course. Like, but you give it away. <laughs> you give it away, you know. Yo, you know. It's you sometimes, because sometimes you, when, you, when you get updates and it says you got to accept it, you have no choice but to accept it. You know? Yeah, no, but let me show you but something. Allah is like, you wait, it's giving away to him. Mona, let, me show you, let me show you even what more is, what's most insidious. You know, sometimes there are, the, there are these online, um, let's say it's an online, what do you call them things, boy? Like a poll or something that you're mm -hmm. doing online. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the end, before you submit, they ask you to check a box to say you're not a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. You know what that does? That gives the, the website. Um, permission to go through your browser history to check your phone log oh, can it? What? Well, when you click that box mm -hmm. to say I am not a robot mm -hmm. yeah access no Contact. way what? crazy 
crazy. No way. So, so I, I, I basically saying, well, yeah, just take this information. Yeah. Crazy. And you just geet up. And you ain't even know. Yeah. And these things, sorry, not to cut you, yeah. but these things don't make me think about, you know, like in popular culture, when they talk about Dracula, Mm-hmm. Right, Dracula could come there, but he can't follow. He, can. he can't come to the door unless you invite him. You invite him, That's yeah. That's where those beauties things. It's like Dracula, you do. Yeah, that kind of darkness will. You know, you know what Dracula is. Yeah. You know he come and come suck your blood and you kill know. you. Yeah, yeah you know, you know what he into. He said that to turn but you out to suck your dry. He ain't gonna come unless you're welcome in. So, ain't him that he deceiving you. He's showing you clearly. You just gotta look for it. <laughs> you gotta see the signs. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 he's not deceiving you. Is 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 a is a strange way to say it because I do feel like most people are not aware of the exact proportions of the information of the information that they're given. Like how much information am I really giving? Yeah, yeah. To these yes, apps, like like they have a whole like user agreement. Mm-hmm. Nobody can freaking use. read it. Nobody gonna read no, no user agreement. That thing is pages and pages. I mean, they try to. That's intentional. It's intentional, mm-hmm. yeah. and they try to reduce the jargon the other day because I think in the US they passed um, some sort of law, uh, the wholesale level or whatever, and they said that you know you have to make this this language easier for anybody to understand because it's misleading. You know, you're hiding a lot of stuff in jargon. So they did try to make it a little easier to read, but they didn't make it any shorter. So it's still pages upon pages mm-hmm. of user agreement where they still address you as user. Yeah. They don't say you. They say user or designated person, some blah, 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 blah. And they refer to that person. That's what they refer to all the time in the agreement, right? So it's impersonal. It's very it's impersonal. It's very impersonal. So it feels like they really talking about me. Like they're saying I don't have to do me. Yeah. But a lot of these apps, they're saying that, look, your, your, um, your GPS, that's where you're going. It's being recorded by this app. When you type in on your, f- they're logging your keystrokes. Yeah. Which means when you put in passwords into websites, they're logging that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know why. To be honest, I don't even know why we still have passwords. This thing is a gimmick. Like, they, if anybody wants to get into your account, there are easier ways to get into your account than trying to knock through your password. You know what I'm saying? They would yeah. just go through the, the servers, then break that, and then get all your information anyway. They don't need your password to get into your account. You know what I'm saying? But like, the, pa- the password is kind of like virtual signaling. It gives you a feeling, a of, feeling safety. of safety. But it's not real. Yeah, it's really safe, but you feel safe. It's not and real. That's, that's what we're concerned about. We just want you to feel safe. Once you feel safe, it's this load of feelings. Yeah, everything yeah. out. Right. But it's, this whole thing set up to me, it sounds like a minority report. You remember, yeah, I'm watching a minority report. You've seen a movie? Yeah. Like when you walk in the store, the store knows exactly who this walked is, in. And they, they give you personalized ads. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they're logging. They're and basically they, just reading your iris. Yeah. And that's you. Well, interestingly enough, right? And again, these things sound like conspiracy theories. I heard, um, I want to tell you, it's Joe Rogan I was listening to, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this guy on Joe Rogan that was saying, a lot of these things that you see in popular media, like in movies, mm-hmm. where they have depictions of what the future would look like, mm-hmm. is actually... A projection of what the future is it's going, going to, to look, look like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what they're doing is they're just trying to desensitize you, mm-hmm. remove all the alarms. So when they actually do integrate, it's just like, oh, I remember I see this in minority yeah. reports. It know? feels familiar. It feels familiar versus right? feeling like so an they intrusion. Create that familiarity, and what that does is it's easier for mass acceptance because it feel far and it feel like something yeah. you got to fight against. And also selling your comfort, they're selling your comfort at the cost. Well, comfort and security at the cost of your privacy. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, if you ain't have anything, like this, this argument, if you don't have anything to hide, right. why would you care if we, we could read your emails? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. If you don't have anything to hide, why would you care if we could track where you are? 
You know what I mean? Like this, this, this gross invasion is like, oh, but man, I'm not into hide, so yeah. I guess it's fine. No, that's not fine. Mm-hmm. That's not fine. You should have the right to have a personal life. You should have the right to be able to do things with a certain level of autonomy and not have the big brother oversight watching you all the time. But from the time you walk with this phone, there are many tracks, there are many apps tracking you, yeah. what you're saying, who you're with. They could even track to see when you get together with other people. Mm-hmm. If you think you could have enough fear in this world without somebody knowing, you're, 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 mm-hmm. you're, you're mistaken. No, but let's, let, let, let's look at it <laughs> on an even more intentional level, right? Because it speaks to, and what you just said is very crucial, it speaks to the level of corruption that exists in the global space. Let's forget about cheating and moving around with your wife. How much children they get abducted in the U.S.? The U.S. they got all of this surveillance. They got satellites watching everybody. Mm-hmm. If you use a particular word in a telephone call, yeah, they track Yeah, man, they register with the NSA, mm-hmm. right? So you have all of these things. You have all of these technologies for surveillance and monitoring. But you want to tell me a child could get abducted, and the most you could do is an Amber Alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nonsense. How, bro? People could get, um, you could have human trafficking and all these things happening globally, but you could find a terrorist. You could look, you could view Osama bin Laden in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. In from, a hole. From a room mm-hmm. in the United States. Right? You could watch him, you could tell what he's doing. He just don't smoke a cigarette. You could tell that. But you can't tell when this Chinese little girl was abducted and put on a container ship in Iran and sent somewhere. Uh, human trafficking and all these things existing. Mm-hmm. What do you think? That's uh, what- Jeffrey Epstein go. Got island, so yeah, man. Yeah, man. and that's secret. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. And got, and got underage girls, eh? Right. Got underage girls. And then have high-profile men and women going to these islands and indulging in sexual acts with these young underage girls. So how? But you see, the thing is, it's low priority. There's no money to be made from... Pursuing him. Pursuing no. abducted children. No. It's only the right thing to do. It's not, it's not profitable. Like, why, why would you use millions of dollars worth of government resources to find an innocent young woman or a young fellow? Even though we're using it regularly. Even though we're using it every day. Like, but we're using it to, to make money. But we just don't want to allocate the resources to pull somebody, to task somebody. I mean, you take, out, you, you take out Osama Bin Laden because you want the you, you take out you, you take out what name Muammar Gaddafi because he there's a problem you yeah. see what I mean all of these have economic um, uh, motivations. E- economic motivations it's not like we're just doing the right thing no it's an agenda all of it is an agenda when has when has America done the right thing I, well, I, I, question, I strive right? you, you believe if they solve a lot of these things that it's going to be ever ending because to me you feel like it's going to be never ending if, one, if they stop one another one is going to go well, for everyone that stop, it's like another two go. Yeah, but well, I, I understand that. I understand mm. that, you know what I mean? I think there's a line in the Bible that says the human heart is desperately wicked. Nobody That's could right. know it, right? So you're going to always have people who don't got them kind of inclinations. You're going to always got a man who tells himself he's the baddest or he could take up he 15 women and do mm-hmm. You're going to always have that. But to me, the argument or the wider argument is if you set up yourself, if you position yourself as the world police, then actually do some policing, mm-hmm. right? Don't tell me Oh, you can't find this woman child who get abducted five years ago. You ain't a somebody guy, guy in a basement done rape for 15 times. Mm-hmm. How you ain't that? But you could tell what more am I going to be doing right now in this present moment in a different continent. So that's what we're talking about. Ain't necessarily to eradicate it, but you say you is a police. So do the police in them. Well, but, I mean, I, I see that as equivalent to how they do things even down here, like locally. Mm-hmm. Like they know, all, they know all the spots be. They're not all the bad men, them. They're not all the criminal elements. Mm-hmm. But what they're going to do? Stop you for tints. 
and ignore it. All that. <laughs> and just stop you for things. That's a good point. Um, that's a good point. I mean, to, to, to go back to where you, you actually asked um, about if you stop one, like say you stop an abduction, like you, mm-hmm. uh, or you, you found one of the children them now, uh, somebody who was abducted, then wouldn't it just mean that more people, you can proliferate? I don't know if, would it proliferate more? Maybe it might proliferate less? If I know, like it's very risky for me to, to, to abduct children. And I am not desperately wicked, like what Alonzo on the Bible said, right? <laughs> right? If I'm not super desperately wicked, like I might be like, man, no, man, you understand what this is not worth me going to jail or me getting the death penalty for because they could find me. Mm-hmm. It's like, why most of us don't steal stuff off the shelf? Because not there's because, some deterrent. Because there's a deterrent. It's like, the camera right there. The camera is deal. I could get caught. It's not worth, it's not worth it. It, when you look at it, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So again, if you if 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 America says, "Boy, look, we could trap down these abductions, and we know who you are, we know who you have, and we're coming for you," mm-hmm. right? I do think that a lot of people are gonna not do it because it's not worth it. Like, I don't want America to get me waterboarding, downstairs in somebody you know military see, facility but, in but, Cuba. But study like this in this way is um, it's convenient for let's say the consumers of these things. Mm-hmm. Let's say like the trafficking, it's convenient for the consumers of that. Wait, wait, who well, you call the consumers? The, pe- the people who pay, the, who, the people who are doing the abducting, mm. the people who are doing the abducting who are going. So who the, going, end, the end user. The end user. So it's almost like um, people want to eat chicken every day, but they don't want to see chicken get slaughtered. Well, yeah. no. What I was trying to understand is the context. When you say the end user, you mean somebody doing the abduction and they take this girl and they turn her into a prostitute and the man that's actually going and paying for... Yeah, like, for all, the, yeah. like all these politicians and stuff that used to fly down by Epstein. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? They didn't feel the same kind of pressure or wouldn't feel the same kind of pressure that like Epstein would be on, right? Right. Correct. So... Because Epstein is the one actually going yeah, through with the abduction. The abduction and, the, and, and, all yeah. the, and all the stuff. So it's facilitating. So if one person like Sparkle, let's say they, they, they cancel, you know, they lock up one person mm-hmm. and somebody else start in the underground, but these people with them to be that type of inclination going to find it because they just want to consume what they want. Because some people just got that gear, you know, mm-hmm. and they can't even turn it out. They can't even help themselves. They so, have to o- do it. Outside of that too. I but think, it would get more expensive. I think, I think when, you look at it, when you look at something like... But I mean, everybody can't pay. So then you have, a, you have, a, you have exclusion by, by financial... Yeah, but... but, but is almost like imagine if it get more expensive mm-hmm. for the for the people doing the the abducting mm-hmm. that that they're better for them. Well, it's better for them because there's more risk now. You see what I mean? But then the the, the likelihood that they're gonna get caught is also higher too. So it's like in order for me to teeth these elephant tusks, I could get shot. So you're gonna pay me enough money that I could say, well, this is worth me mm-hmm. getting shot. Hopefully, but, I don't. But, but and, and what, then, what I believe, what I believe is, in a lot of those cases the consumer, the end user, and the actual perpetrator, they have an integral link, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. in a lot of these cases, the end user are the persons in authority. Yeah. protecting, that, that, that protecting kind of, the... Yeah, so protecting they're protecting the, it. Yeah. So it creates a cycle. Mm-hmm. Because like, okay, Epstein, when you hear the kind of names that call it, you want to mm-hmm. tell me Bill Clinton, they make a call and say, man, they look like they're investigating mm-hmm. Epstein. Call the FBI director and say, yo, ease yourself now, man. Yeah, yeah man, relax a little bit. Because you've you, you, you seen a movie, um, I think it was Richo, with, with Tom Cruise yeah, was yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and it, you know whenever he get in trouble he, t- he would tell him I'm going to be out of here in a couple of minutes and correct, I mean, but, but that's the nature of the world ain't really who you know is who know you if so. you make enough money you don't have to obey the law I think that's the general and if you, and if you provide something for them that they can't go and do, do, do for themselves they're going they to protect you yeah they're going to protect you yeah and, and a lot, I think a lot of these things come out when you have a changing of the guard 
Like I think Jeff's Jeffrey situation come out because one people were pressuring mm-hmm. and two, you know what I mean? The one them who was protecting him had that level of power no more. No more, yeah. Because look how long this man was doing that for. Correct. The amount mm-hmm. of girls this man done traumatized. Correct. Which people get violated based on the carnal desires that these people had. Yeah. And and, and they highlight him and, and that they don't talk enough about um the, the, the lady who is trying to say that she and she didn't have no knowledge of it. But the the, the thing the other day, you know, the, the convicted. The convicted, but she's saying that she I seen an interview with her recently from from um, I guess prison and she was saying that she wish she never met him as long as she didn't have no knowledge of what he was doing. No. Yeah man you're gonna you're gonna feign that kind of ignorance there you don't dead. get catch. Yeah. Check, and you could try him under the bus no he can't say nothing. He can't defend himself. And she and she and Camera Queen, you know, Queen about the these people have make me sick dog. Because sometimes in the abduction case and stuff like that, they say sometimes is the like the woman women they'll be recruiting a lot of the time yeah. to these yeah because yeah. yeah. there's yeah. a financial there was a financial incentive yeah. I think what they used to do it is almost like a pyramid scheme mm. it's like I'm gonna find two she's gonna find some girls she's gonna pet them and she's gonna tell them hey look go down and give him a massage you know he's a massage to have a happy ending and yeah. they might not know it they might know it but there's a financial incentive if they do it so I mean mm-hmm. nobody gonna know you know you know once nobody gonna know your conscience goes yeah. North, south, whatever, yeah, and away from you. But then, then it, what it, she did is that yeah. I, I was just, I was just saying, what she did is that she would incentivize them recruiting other girls to come. Yeah. So she would say, "Hey, look, yeah, yeah, if you got any friends, if you bring your friends, you, I'll give you half or whatever the case is. You get two hundred and fifty dollars. You get five hundred dollars just for just for recommending another girl. And then they were targeting girls that were in survival mode. Correct. Yeah. So these little ghetto girls in Miami, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Okay, Correct. You, and remember, Miami has a a large uh Latin population. Yes, it's right? a huge, yeah. And you know them Latin girls, look, them girls pretty. pretty they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. So she would, she would identify 15, 16, maybe even as low as 14. Correct. 14 year old little girl, but your mother's struggling. Mm-hmm. And tell you, yo, skip school. You know what I mean? Come over. Yeah. We're going to pay you our money. And some of these girls were getting $300 and they never see $300 in their in life. In their life. Yeah. I, seen, I seen a video with that the other day with a, a student. She was like 14, but I think she is, I want to say, often, uh, don't don't have a good living situation mm-hmm. and this elder woman who's supposed to be like a mentor to her she recorded her eh? and then the little girl she could go buy somebody to sleep with them for like fifteen hundred dollars now uh. women, women have an ability to compartmentalize sexual trauma so a woman would go through something sexually it make her feel bad mm-hmm. and she could put her in a little box bro and do the same thing and just progressively get desensitized mm-hmm. from doing it because look at it you think a lot of women know that a sexual act that isn't necessarily consensual doesn't feel right. But they will go back for money. Like, and I don't even think it's just women. People do it generally. Because mm-hmm. you would see guys who present as masculine, who present as straight. But then you hear stories about them and some guy who is a known, who has that type of inclination, mm-hmm. uh, is of that sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. They're going around and you don't think them two people would ever be together. Because this other dude is like hyper-masculine in the street. Mm-hmm. And the other guy presents as a male who is into men. Mm-hmm. And you hear the two of them together. And you're like, what? How? How this dude ramping like that? But when the story come out, there was, a, again, a financial incentive. Dude was finding your lifestyle. This guy was funding your lifestyle. And so. you just had to do you kind of had to do. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting way to think about it. Because even if, like, say a woman experiences trauma, rape, something, and she says, okay, well, I'm going to go into this, this, this sexual situation for money. Mm-hmm. I think there's a level of, I am going into this with some level of 
it's me doing it even if it's not true because again once you have a financial in 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 in, in like a, like a financial incentive to do something it then becomes of uh, I I probably need to do this in order to survive. And once you get into that kind of mode, hustle. It, it's not, it, it doesn't feel as consensual as I have a lot of money and I'm just doing this for a little extra cash because I feel like to do it. You know what I mean? Like, for example, suppose, you know, you have a, a gentleman who is a, a boss or something and he has a secretary. She's hot, she's smoking, he wants to have sex with her, whatever the case is. If he makes a pass at her, She's thinking about multiple things here. She's not thinking about, oh, this is my boss or whatever. She's thinking about, this is my boss that could fire me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it then becomes a sort of unequal sort of situation. Yes, she might have sex with him, but it might not be because I'm so, she's attracted to this guy. It might be that I just don't want to lose my freaking job. Yeah. And, and when it becomes that, it becomes very, um, in my opinion, predatory because you have the power in this situation more so than just a normal attraction-based kind of sexual situation so again it's like when you say it's not consensual i think people do feel like it's consensual if they're making certain choices like i'm gonna have sex for 1500 dollars. i am choosing to have sex for 1500 dollars. wait but then so that speaks to the compartment compartmentalization mm. because whatever you were feeling initially you put that in your little box. Oh, yeah, man. You could not like him. Too. You could hate that fellow there with all your heart. Yeah, yeah do whatever you got to do. Ain't even attracted to him and so on. But that threw me for a loop when I came to that realization that, you know what I mean, women could do that. Because mm -hmm. it, 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 make, it looks at, you look at all your sexual experiences like, I wonder if she really liked me or... Well, <laughs> not necessarily me because I kind of intentional when it comes to women. Uh -huh. I have... I, I think to some extent I kind of place women on a pedestal mm. early on and... I kind of learning that that, is, that in and of itself is problematic. It's very problematic. Yeah. It could make you judgmental, mm -hmm. right? But yeah, man, as I get old, I learning like women could do some things. Women wait, aren't wait. very different to us wait, as men. Wait, wait, where did I come from? The, um, the putting women on a pedestal for you? <sighs> I want to tell you is my mother, like how I saw my mom move and the way she used to operate, and then even when I started getting into relationships, I was never hyper aggressive with women, like. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, some of the things that dudes our age used to do, I never used to do them things there. I never used to treat girls poorly. Now, when I get old, I do some things, you know what I mean? Some problematic yeah. things. <laughs> because yeah, you think is you're that, fly. Is that regression? You, you think you're fly, so you got like maybe two or three, and then feelings get involved and people get hurt. You know, it, 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 it always ends badly if you're it entertaining multiple badly. women. Correct. Yeah. Right? So I've had those situations where, you know, you're entertaining a one to and somebody find out about this person and then there's a little bliss. So we've had that. Oh, you realize that the second one might be problematic. So like, I'll just focus more attention on yeah. this one. And God, I, even just to end the relationship. You know it's, difficult. I mean? but it's difficult. For me, I've never, ever been in a space where you victimize. You know, some men could victimize women. Uh, prey could be predatory. Mm -hmm. So they would enter into a sexual engagement, like Stephen was saying, because they leverage some type of power that they Correct, have. correct. Yeah. Maybe because they're a boss. I've been a boss for a long time and mm -hmm. I never ever do that. You don't even enter my conscious awareness to do that. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody working for me, I don't even see you in a sexual light. Mm -hmm. If, like me and you is boys and I come here by you and you got your girl living with you. Mm -hmm. You know, like your girl home and she might come out in just a, a top, a vest, mm -hmm. no brazier on it. Boy, you gonna shift. I can position myself yeah. differently so that I don't see her. Correct, correct. Right? Out of respect. Right. And yeah. that's just on principle. That's just how I move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of men don't do that. No, yeah. man. Yeah. Watch on. Say, Let me see that. Okay, you check. Cool. I mean, it, we, uh, that's something that we practice. It's almost like instinctively, you yeah. know, discussion. Like, if I come, if you 
go look for Lanzo. And they say, he go for home alone. I ain't sticking around. Oh, he ain't here. Okay, then cool. Yeah, but man. He more. I felt, I felt, I always felt like that's supposed to be common knowledge. Like, you walk into a tree, a tree, a, a, a Todd wheel situation. You're just like, okay, well, you know, you guys are waiting. Are you going to just bust this way here? Gone. Mm-hmm. Leave you, let you have your little time. Yeah. Why but notice, right, is a lot of men see opportunities where there shouldn't be any opportunity. opportunity you shouldn't yeah. even identify that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the only way I could conceptualize how me and Stephen will be bridging, real bridging, like I got Stephen like that. Stephen mm-hmm. is my boy. And I come over and Stephen girls moving a kind of skittish. She looked like she liked me. And I could still press that button there. Stephen ain't home and I will come by Stephen. And, and you know, deal, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, bro, how do you get to that place? Mm-hmm. Bye. That, I, I can't even imagine what circumstance would create that dynamic for me. Yeah. Based on how I view things, the value system that I have, it would never happen, bro. Never. Almost. And, and I'm, I'm going to say something that's maybe a little controversial. Do you guys think that that's inherently something feminine? And when I say that as in, women tend to like men who are validated socially. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, she got a girlfriend, she got a boy, you know, she girlfriend got a man, and the girlfriend does tell her things like, you know, man, he's a really cool guy. Like, you know, Lanzo does treat me so well. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then the other girl is like, well, you know, man got that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and they don't mind if like she doesn't mind dating you after she girlfriend done that you see what i mean like right. she you're done you're already validated and she maybe feel like she could do a better job or something like that yeah. do you feel like that's inherently something more feminine or it's just people in general just do it whenever for me a lack of character what is it? me personally i think that's feminine because remember women women are her pergamos mm-hmm. so a woman can always kind of look for like you said the man that's socially validated and the man that brings some level of status. Yeah, higher value. So, yeah, and then women also fall in love with what they hear, whereas men fall in love with what we see. Mm-hmm. So I will be watching your girl intentionally. You could be telling me all these things about your girl. As a man, as mm-hmm. like somebody who, yeah, stand on principle, all these things you're telling me just sound like your experience. Yeah, things yeah, yeah. Not yeah. That kind of really moving me in a way. You're just sharing your experience. But a girl now would be like, oh, wow. I would love that for myself. And yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I mean? As a man, I'm thinking I want that for myself. I think that's and even vibe. And that's, and, and that's because I always say that it's easier for a woman to find a husband than a mate, but it's easier for a man to find a mate than a wife. It's easier for a woman to find a mate than a husband, right? Mm-hmm. And easier. So somebody that she could have sex somebody with. Somebody she could have so sex yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, because right? she, she's the gatekeeper to sex. Right. Yeah, and a man would easily find a wife. Mm-hmm. Before he find, find somebody to have sex with, sex, somebody sex with, right? And he could be in a, he could go away and don't have no sex at all. That's right. also very possible. So then you 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 see like but so when, like he gets scared immediately just then. Like, <laughs> so so when, really <laughs> so when 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 you that example you use with mm-hmm. a friend and sort of listening, she hearing the qualities of a husband. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. 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 And that I mean, sense. again, I think it speaks to to that point. Women seek stability. Right? A woman wants to be stable and I think that comes from a primal desire mm-hmm. because you know, before time if a woman got a man or let's say a woman is promiscuous mm-hmm. and she breeds, she got a child she got one or two children and no man, no man really checking for she at a higher risk of getting hurt or being Yeah man, a, she exposed adver- Yeah, she exposed Correct. But if she has somebody that is willing to protect her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she good, she straight because a man there to look for Right? So that is why women always had to maintain a certain level of virtue and identify or be mindful of who their sexual partners are. Correct. I think it's just this new world that we get into where women... But I mean, I mean, is it is it that the new world is destructive or just progressive? Is it that, like, when you look at how... Because women now have a, a, a very different culture now, right? It's like, 
I gonna just have sex with whoever I want. Well, to be honest with you, I, I feel like it bringing out some of the some of the natures to the light. The latent uh, desires. Not latent desires. I think some of them, um, to me, is a, a lot of women have mm-hmm. always had this way of thinking, always lived that life, right? But no, it, it's almost like it's being okayed in the public, so mm-hmm. they're kind of bringing it to the forefront. This is the same way they're dealing with um, like the LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Like, that was always underground, but as soon as it kind of, you, you know, get acceptance, get acceptance yeah. it starts coming out, right? So you, you're kind of seeing, like, who is who. But, but, it, but a lot of the problem for me do be that you got a lot of women who is, um, let's say, like, solid women. Mm-hmm. They're standing close to uh, the other types of women as well. So, so you, you can tell the difference between them. And they're supporting them. And the, the thing is, it, there's a lot of support, even women who don't live that certain lifestyle. They support women who do live that lifestyle. It's, it's, it's like this, it's, it's a very different um, sort of value system. Well, so to that point, I think men will always support it because... It benefits, it benefits us. It's beneficial to us. If you yeah. want to have sex with anybody, have sex with what? me. Yeah. What? I'm 100% open. Mm-hmm. Like, what, 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 what a thing called? Where I won't marry left. you. What, yeah. a, what a swipe left app, app call? Uh, um, Tinder. 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 Like, Tinder benefits men. And women feel empowered by using Tinder, but really and truly. Like, yeah. But then, does Tinder benefit all men? Because it doesn't. Tinder doesn't the, benefit all um, men. No. Well, Tinder benefits like I mean, a man like you might go on Tinder and like rack up the tears with the, your top ten percent vibe. But but like if I am not interested in that, well, not that interested. If I am not say rich, um, handsome, conventionally, uh, have social value to some extent, which is again the majority of most men don't have the top ten status, top twenty status. You understand? Most but, men. But I, I think I think average. Tinder, I think Tinder is representative of the macrocosm, right? So mm-hmm. the way the world is, you got a very select few men who has hyperdominance mm-hmm. and who have sexual access. Mm-hmm. So Tinder right. is just reflective of that. It is. So it is. man gone go on Tinder and it's just like, why them girls ain't They ain't even out. one swipe but, at yeah, month. You got yeah. a, a few other men who gone go on Tinder and Every it's just day. like, yo, they're on fire, they're hot. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, man. So I think it's just reflective of how the world is. Because, you know, I mean, women preferential and that is why I feel like a lot of men wouldn't necessarily rock with a girl who has, who is experienced sexually who has like a lot of sexual partners mm-hmm. like when a man looking for somebody to settle down with yeah she wouldn't necessarily be the first choice no and i don't think women understand that i don't think so and i think they even question it they're like no 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 you're missing out on a lot of good girls yeah but then i mean come on if i'm gonna be doing the protection and doing all this thing and fulfilling my role as the man like the least you could do is just not have 150 people who've been skating through because then the question <laughs> i think the 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 the, the, the question is why none of them stick around? You check what I mean? Like, why after so much time? You've had hundreds of guys. You've had, because, again, you're sexually liberated. You've had hundreds of guys. Nobody wanted to... to, to settle down with to you. To settle down with you, make yeah. you, you know, yeah. honor you, like... And, and, and I always say, too, he's like, um, as a man, if you kind of go up a certain way, you yeah. naturally, you're kind of territorial, yeah. right? You're protective. So you can imagine if you have um, a girlfriend, a wife, a partner, right? And she has X amount of partners, and then this one partner comes around, and you could you could tell when one one of our past partners come around, you yeah. could tell that okay they, they had a vibe. You never heard about this person, but you could tell something is off here. It's one of the skeletons in walking. And then the you might go and, and mention it to her, uh-huh. and she might start calling you insecure, which and you're not really insecure. You're being territorial, mm-hmm. and you're being protective, but 
it could cause a problem. But isn't that just a labor mission? Or, or I mean, it's not really a labor, is it? Because again, if if <laughs> but the fact that she doesn't admit it, yeah, like you know what I mean, like it it it, it, it strikes a weird card. Like if if I realize a vibe, like the same thing you're saying, you mm-hmm. went into a party, you saw this guy, and he got like a kind of strange vibe with your girl, and you say like, okay, now with you and mm-hmm. uh, what happened or what is going on or what is what was going on, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, well, you know, yeah, me and him had a vibe. And so he said, well, all the time we converse, him, you know, here you mentioned this person here. And so, mm. How long have you had? Oh, we were together for two years. Together for two years and you never said <laughs> anything. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm conflating, but I'm just saying. Like, is that a labor mission? Is it that, is it that you should speak of significant um, interactions with your partner? Is it that you should just keep this thing secret and hush him out and no say nothing? I think, I think some of those things are circumstantial. They're based on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe... He ended badly. He ended poorly. Uh, maybe she just felt like you would judge her based on who the person is. Like, let's say, dude, let's say you are alpha, right? You're an alpha male. Mm-hmm. And based on her experience with you, she's now able to identify where he fails in comparison, right? Mm-hmm. She ain't easily want to talk about he. Unless, so you are, unless you create a safe space for that, right? So if she feels like, okay, bye, if I tell Tibo about this, you can't go in and judge me like a partner is a clown. Right, and she mm, might not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then one of those signals would pop up at some stage in the relationship, and then she said, like, "Yeah, we had kind of had a thing." And I think a lot of these things are a function of the inability to communicate. Because we could talk about it. Yeah. But, but it's how we're going to talk but, about but, it. But let's, let's go back to the joke we was, we was having before we started recording, uh-huh. which was you bumping. You now you find out that's why you tell me I'm Lanzo. <laughs> Oh, that's why you name it Son Lanzo because, because he had an ex. Yeah, yeah, the ex. Or is this Lanzo you name it after? I Not think that, I think <laughs> the the act of doing that from any partner is is problematic beyond reason it's, to be that's problematic. A that is a violation. That's a like, violation. If you gonna call your child an ex girl, you know what I mean? Name, yeah. Like, come on. But you see, I, I think sometimes we be different in terms of the communication as it as it pertains to partners because with men it could get violent really fast, which women don't really have that gear. What do you mean? Talk to what do you mean, Violet. In terms of when we was, when I was saying that you may, you might bump into somebody mm-hmm. that she know that you don't know that they had past dealings with, mm-hmm. right? And then he approaches in such a way, maybe he doesn't even know that you and her are thing. Right. Oh wow. And it creates offense. And it creates an offense, but she doesn't register it as an offense because she's familiar, mm-hmm. right? But imagine she has like multiple situations of this. You're gonna feel uncomfortable because you, you you're not gonna know which one to take up, you know, a defense for. Naturally, it could just happen. You know what I mean? Because I remember one time, I, I knew this girl in New York. I went, went to the same college, same program, everything. I mean, she was cool, like nothing at all, mm-hmm. right? And one day I saw her walking down in the subway station. And I touched the back of the She had a ponytail, so I touched the back of the ponytail. And then this short dude just jumped from behind the column, like ready to press. What? Right? <laughs> and she had this, like, back him down and said, no, 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 like, this is my friend. Right? Like, there's this somebody from my class. Oh, so, I can I, I understood. Tiba almost get shot in the in yeah. the, in the subway in New York, bro. I'm not. I'm I'm gonna, I almost get tossed. Almost get tossed on the tracks. Uh, some some people some but, people don't got a kind of pull in you know, they, they they attack you immediately. You know? But you see, I it, it, in my but, mind, though, I could I understand his position, mm. even though it was you know yeah, extreme. Man, yeah, I understand extreme. his position, so I just kind of step back and just let him handle it all, then just but about my business. The thing is, you see, as a man, though, I do feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't be too quick to 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 throw hands. And and when I say that, mm-hmm. as in, 
I think, I think maybe the first step is communication and then you throw hands after the communication. Understand the situation that you're getting yourself involved in before you make it. I mean, I'm, I'm saying the guy, like lashing out after you probably in the best way. In the, the best way. Best way is to say, hey, look, um, sweetie, we're going out here. You mm-hmm. know? It's like, oh, no, this is my friend Tiba, blah, blah, blah. Because then it would never have to get to a point where there was even a, a, a chance that yeah. this could go real so. Because suppose you're the kind of guy that's going to just take on, that's what I'm saying. Take on a hit. Yeah. And you but, take and then, a guy to throw him on the tracks instead because you say he's shot. Everybody shot to your team, but just, just saying. <laughs> that's not a very good description of a boy. <laughs> but, it, but, but the thing is, um, it's just having those conversations with your partner because you don't even know what kind of partner sometimes you have until a situation you know, appears. Mm-hmm. Right? Because she might not know that that was his level of, of aggression. True, true. And she learned something that day. She yeah. learned something that day. That's a, that's a reach. That's a hit first man. Right? Yeah, but I, mean, <laughs> I think life is experienced in moments too. So, like to that point, as a, as a man, you're in a relationship with a woman and let's say, same scenario, somebody approach her kind of weird. She also has an obligation. And I think mm-hmm. obligation is a heavy word, but she has an obligation, especially in the maintenance of the relationship, to protect you from yourself. Because if you as my queen knows yo i build a certain way right i i'm the type of guy who i gonna make things happen right the onsite if i perceive it as a violation mm-hmm. then you don't have certain engagements with men especially in front of me you don't do certain things because you just know how we could get right or you have a conversation with me and you say to me hey listen um we're going to this space let's say we're going to this party there are a few people there that are not from work and I don't want you to feel like anything untoward is happening. Every interaction you see is strictly platonic. So don't carry no feelings. You got to establish those parameters because, again, you can't control your partner. Mm-hmm. But if you manage the expectations, then it's a little bit easier. And I think some women don't know how to do that. They don't know how to manage the expectations in relation to their partner. So, but that's an interesting point. Yeah, you leave me feeling naked. You're going to come somewhere and you know when the man them used to vibe with you and... You might be the DJ. Yeah. <laughs> and then he call up, Yo, Tanya from across the street, my Tanya hat no. And then it's problem. It's problem because we reach where you want to. What the DJ no more, you girl. the DJ no more, you. He call up, you hold yeah, number and we take. Like mm, yeah, And yeah, your yeah. address, I, I don't like your address being online like that. That ain't uh, the thing. The thing is, though, I do think that there's some personal responsibility to that too. Because as a man, man, you got to check yourself a lot of the times. Like, when we were young and so, I mean, I guess we were young and immature and so we kind of use the emotions and man, let them fly off with us. But, as you get older, I think you gotta be like, yeah, let me just let me evaluate this. Cause you could save a lot of heartache, a lot of pain. I'm not saying I'm not saying that what you're saying isn't true. Cause mm. even when it comes from man to woman, you gotta understand who your chick is too. Yeah. Some yeah. women are very, very, very hostile, like like yeah. like extremely aggressive. But maybe, so, go ahead. So I'm saying, like, even in the same in the same scenario that you're saying, hey, look, baby going to this place, you got a couple of chicks here that I used to, you know, power with. Don't take it as nothing, man, empowering with them. No, use me, you know, just chill. Yeah, Everything yeah. gonna be fine. I can handle it. Just chill. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then you conduct yourself accordingly, same way. Like you don't yeah. go like you don't go like hugging, up and, a, hugging up and kissing anybody in the neck and then holding on yeah. to bum and so on. You can go dance up with a chick that you used to power with. Like them things is, is yeah, really violation as well, too. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, um, I remember it was Patrice O'Neill was talking about you know how women interact with men is totally different, right? Like you're quoting the God, the Godfather. Right, there's saying. a Godfather right here <laughs> because he was saying that you know uh-huh. at work a woman could come up to her co-worker and lean over and come right to his, his cheek and talk to him and it's, it means absolutely nothing to her. Correct. But within his mind, he said, "I want to fuck this." Come here, you know what I mean? Come here. Come so here. It's, it, it's 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 like you know. 
Yeah. And it, it, it speaks to that that chasm in masculine understanding and feminine understanding. Yeah. That is why they say men from Mars and women, women from, from Venus. Venus yeah. And that's true because we have different conceptualizations of the world, like yeah. how we exist. Yeah. One of the things that I realize with women, right, is a woman would be in a space with a guy that is actively pressing her, like, dude, hitting her up consistently, mm -hmm. right? And it's fine for her because she ain't studying him. Correct. Because <laughs> she she's the gatekeeper. Remember, remember at yeah. the same time, the same thing we're saying, she's the gatekeeper to the sex. Right, but what I'm saying is, yeah. right, it could, get, it could get uncomfortable for the man because yeah. me as a man, me as, me as your man, mm -hmm. this man at work telling you, oh, he had this dream and da 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 yeah, you're there, kiki ki, you're laughing up with him. And in your mind, it's okay for you to laugh up with him. And you know what I mean? You feel like you ain't really entertaining him. But the fact that dude has access and he has the ability to come and tell you how he feels, he, he's not going to stop. No, because he, he feels okay. Right, yeah, so yeah. you're giving him a signal that, bro, this is at some point, yeah. you know what I mean? You might break through. And that's actually the reality. You got some man who, me and Tiba got this one in joke about Chinese water torture. Chinese so Ch <laughs> yeah, Chinese water torture is where they would tie somebody down uh -huh. and they would put like a, a vessel above your head uh -huh. and just punch a hole in it so you just got a drop of water on your forehead for months and that'll drive people insane yeah man that's so <laughs> but you got some man like that Stephen them man would just come and say one thing to your girl every day yeah yeah I yeah. send her a message I just boom 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 shaping her mind slow yeah and yeah. then the opportunity presents itself and then he, he just slides you mm -hmm. yeah, because, because men are been in, he mm -hmm. been inviting her out for months yeah and you know what I mean? She just curving him. She just curving him. She just curving him. But he just persistent. Mm -hmm. And then there is one day that she and Stephen fall out. Yeah, man. Right? And, and he said, Yo, let me, let me. He just shoot a random shot as he accustomed and to. And she said, Yeah. Let me carry you for a yeah. drive now. She's like, Okay, where you be? Mm -hmm. Boom, that's it. Dead. Yeah. Right? So women don't necessarily look at things that far out. And then sometimes they get put in that position um, where that guy could press them. Like, so take her for a drive. Oh, let's go in the backseat and talk. <laughs> and afterwards, yeah, press her. Yeah, man. And, and afterwards, she could she she could don't even be interested in the sex, no. but she just feel like she wants to get violated. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. That's the point. She doesn't want to get violated, <laughs> so she in the back seat now, and she allows some she she allows something to happen because one, she's fearful that if she stands her ground in that moment, he might he be tell her jump out. Right, he can yeah. leave her there. He might apply force. He might hit her. There are all of these different things. So she push herself in that position. Boom, she do what she gotta do. Even if she backs off from dude after that, right? It mm -hmm. happens the one time, mm -hmm. and she back with whoever the boyfriend is. Many wants to Steven. No, 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 man, taking no boyfriend. She, she. Okay, that's a point I want to touch on after this. So <laughs> I'm saying it she, as a joke. She in the. I think, she, I think sometimes in certain situations, <laughs> some men are take boy. Yeah, she does it, right? Yeah. She does it. That's something she gotta live with now. Yeah, she true. Went to, and she went yeah. to the panel. So she went and she cheat. She mm -hmm. cheated. They ain't nowhere around that. Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't intentional for her, she did. Right? How does she explain that? So she gotta live with that, she gotta hide that from you. Correct. Which creates a chasm in the relationship itself because I mean how you connect. No. Every time he does something, every time that boy, that man does something, she gonna remember that thing. He's gonna yeah. come back up, he's gonna keep resurging. And that's what I'm saying, when we talk about the violence, no, she not if she go claim rape now. No, right. she can't. She can't it could can't be it, it's problematic yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, that's a, that's a larger problem because that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah. so the question that I had though um, is, do you think do you think a man that takes a woman back after she cheats is weak? No, I don't think so. So what's your perspective on? 
an infidelity altogether? Altogether. Wherever, oh, this, wherever the dynamic is, you have a woman. This is a woman who, you know what I mean, you're faithful to. So there, there are two dynamics. Maybe there's one where the man is cheating and she mm-hmm. cheats and, you know what I mean, they could reconcile. Like, oh, that's the kind of game they're playing. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about if you are a man who you don't necessarily cheat. You know what I mean? This is a woman that you're taking care of. Mm-hmm. And it comes out that while you were together, she had that's a woman you're taking care of. Like, you live together. When I say oh, taking care of, like, yeah. that is yeah. a... You fulfill the male role in Shelly. Right. The okay. supportive, you, you guys are... The protective. Yeah, you guys are a in unit. partnership. You're yeah, a, a unit. unit. Okay, gotcha. So, you feel like this is your woman and she feel like, yeah, yeah that's Yes, it's exclusive. Yeah, we're exclusive. We live mm. together, you know what I mean? We yeah. share bills, all this, all this stuff. Correct. Right? Mm. And you find out that maybe a year and a half ago, at the time of it coming to your conscious awareness... She was doing that thing with a coworker, you know what I mean? Like Fact, to pick up and yeah, the point was. So wait, so you ain't find out from her. However, you find out. Man, know this scenario. I is. think I think it, it it changes it changes for me if how you find out. So if she tells you, how if you she are. if she tells me, I think there's a better chance that we could talk. <laughs> what talk mean? Like you like, can reconcile that. I think there's a better chance. Man, saying there's an absolute certainty that that could be so. Okay. I do think that there is a chance because if you come to me and you say, "Listen, by Steve, um, this thing happened. This is how we happened." I'm gonna be furious. That's the first thing. You're gonna be furious 100 percent because again, your trust get violated. Yeah. It's not. I'm not. I'm not inhuman or superhuman. I'm just a normal guy, right? So of course, you feel violated. You feel absolutely um, thing. But again, if she comes to you, there's a better chance that hey, look how this happened. Why this happened? I mean, is it that, I mean, women cheat, is it that you love this person? Because most times women cheat and it's some kind of feelings getting wrapped up inside of you. And if there's feelings, then explore them feelings and let me go me where. Yeah. Because it, it don't make any sense for me to be lingering around trying to save something that really and truly you wanted to because you want to continue to do. So mm-hmm. if, if, if there are no feelings, if she doesn't have feelings for, for the guy. Then there's, they, she got a lot to explain to do because then how this end up there. You're the gatekeeper to the sex. If but the sex based on the explanation, you, you probably could salvage it. If the explanation is... If the explanation is reasonable, yeah. You could salvage depends, it. it. Depends. And it might not be salvageable immediately. It might be salvageable over time. Okay. You think you could salvage it? Not at all. Tiba can't salvage that shit. Tiba. I could watch Tiba in his face. Tiba. Whatever Tiba is about to say, take it with a grain of salt. Because this man here, I watching him in his face. Tiba can't salvage that shit. Every time Tiba see that girl, Tiba and be like, you cheating, wicked woman. Bye. <laughs> Carry on, Tiba. I'll, I'll listen with open ears now that I've said exactly what I felt. Hmm. <laughs> Let me find the right words. Um, other than no, I mean, sorry, go ahead, Tiba. Other than no. I don't think I could salvage it because to me, it's one or two things, right? She mm. either already picture a woman, the picture of her lifestyle with the men that they choose to go that road with. If, you know, given, no, given, given the scenario that, that we give, like we live together, we have mm. all these things. So that means that she kind of looking for almost like, an alternate. Right. That's how we're thinking about Even it, if right? it's like a one-night stand and she met this guy in the club? Because, I mean, context is important. Well, the one-night stand thing, no, no, man. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's just the first time I catch you. Okay, so let's say, let's say, <laughs> let's say... Yo, Tiba, 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 add to this story a lot. You know? let's, say, let's say it's Chinese water torture, right? Let's say it's Chinese water torture. So that's been happening. Dude been pressing for a while. Mm-hmm. You just didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, it was during a period where y'all had... 
a significant rift in the relationship. Like y'all were arguing about something, and let's say she was emotional, no, I, she was I, vulnerable, yeah. mm-hmm. and so so we, so I was answering with, with, with that in mind that that, that scenario, okay, in that's mind, scenario. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the only other reason I feel like she come back, she came back to me to tell me what happened is because dude dog out, and she realized that dude ain't really gonna hold the end of the bag into what she thought it was gonna be. And maybe she never really wanted him. No, but. Correct, because, was, I mean... He was convenient. He was... Yeah, he was open, he was open at the time. Yeah. She, she gained some comfort because, yeah, we're going through issues. Yeah, it's comfort. You can't... I can't. No, I can't. Because my thing is this, right? For there to be any spark mm-hmm. towards the sex, there has to be some sort of liking that happened before. Interest. But some sort of capa- interest. I think women are capable of doing that. I think Keep women are capable. Having sex without feelings? I'm learning that now that they that they're they capable of having sexual feelings, but you're talking about um, Chinese water torture. Yeah, that's so, over. So, that's over. Yeah, years. but what I'm saying is, she might have liked him in a purely platonic way. In the beginning, like, maybe yeah. So maybe uh, even even up until that point, maybe she didn't necessarily see him sexually. No, I don't believe that. No, I think so. I think she okay. She didn't probably she didn't conceptualize having sex with him. Right? Mm-hmm. She didn't really picture that. Maybe. She liked the vibe, he was funny, all these things, Correct. right? But she didn't see it as far as going that distance with him. In that moment when y'all had the riff and dude present himself, but it's just like one thing kind of lead to another, she done in the space, boom. Well, to be honest with you, I can't really decipher all of that again and then she bring at that kind of time. But, but that's why the me, communication is important. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you had the conversation and she expressed it, she's I, like, But I can't accept that she tell me that it just happened with the soul. I can't, can't. I, I can't accept that it's just something that just happened like it's a random thing I mainly think I could get to the conversation bro oh wow mainly even think I could get to the conversation I think after I hear that mm-hmm. this thing happened like yeah okay boom yeah who I think boy okay what's happened then 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 then, then so maybe a year and a half ago XYZ real no you're playing no it happened uh, cool, cool I don't shut down bro yeah, well, with, with all the reasonable, yeah, you, you probably will. But, and I think, so this might be particular to me. I have an issue with forgiveness. Mm. You're good with forgiveness? I am. Yeah, I have an issue I with am. forgiveness. So, it's not easy for me to reconcile deep feelings. I could reconcile, you know what I mean, the surface level stuff, like mm-hmm. shallow. But I said something last week, man, like, mm-hmm. I could reconcile that. Mm-hmm. But things that I feel were intentional, uh, they go against the value system that I've created for myself. Correct. I may not do that, and I forever with it. Like, but do you do you guys hold yourself to the same standard that you would hold women to? Like, for example, would you not entertain other women outside of a relationship, or is it that you've never cheated, or you don't really so, do the cheat thing? Well, for me personally, I think I was hypocritical for the first couple of stages because I felt like women just should behave that way. Mm-hmm. But now I get into a space where I'm realizing, like, yo, if that's the ask, you also have to demonstrate that you also have Correct. to have a willingness mm-hmm. to be exclusive, same way, mm-hmm. and just not entertain any other women if that's what you're expecting your woman to do. Mm-hmm. So, but that came with maturity. But I think, yeah, man, I was a hypocrite before. Yeah, I would expect that from a woman, like, yo, hold me down. Mm-hmm. But you mean I got three? I could, I, I'll, I'll sling over here, sling over here. Yeah, yeah. The the only difference was number one was number one. So you know, what I mean? <laughs> number one was like top. And then the other girls were just kind of like peripheral touch angle. The thing is, I think, I think for me, why, why is, I'm not saying it's easy to forgive. I'm just saying I don't have a difficulty with the forgiveness part of it. Is that I do feel like as human beings, to expect a level of infallibility is, is, 
you're expecting but yeah, I'm you, like, you're I, expecting something that ain't gonna happen like to answer the question yeah when, when I locked in I locked in like in, when in a relationship uh-huh. like we going into that submarine together mm-hmm. right I used to it used to be so bad with me you had a point where if a woman passed me and she has on like fragrance or woman bread Oh, big like, wow, that's, that's what does get you going. No, but no, no, you know, I get me going, but it's just like, I didn't want to inhale no sort of pheromones, nothing at all. You oh, know what I mean? Like, I was mm-hmm. that serious with it, like, from when I, when I locked in. Mm-hmm. But a lot, of, a lot of my perspective get changed, like, with, like, dealing with being a woman dad. Mm-hmm. Because before that, the guys who was teaching me about relationships. Yeah, man, of just course. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's bad, bad advice. Yeah, but it's, because growing up, if a girl um, said something that I didn't like, that's it. That's it. Ether. It, it could be one little yeah, slip. Bro. It would Just be done. Been talking to she ever again in life, either. ever. She, and it could no, be. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. You really aggressive with this now? Forgive me. No, for real, bro. You got people right now that I don't talk to at all, ever, 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 ever. Like I don't even. Hey, hello. You would see us pass, and you wouldn't even believe that it was any relationship. I mean, and and the thing is, right? I know, like once I lock in, I would sacrifice my whole life for that panel. Mm-hmm. Right, so the fact that you kind of do that <laughs> tells me, yeah, okay, then cool. But would, would you guys, would you guys say it, it has a lot to do with this stage in life? Because Alonzo, you did say that early on. Of course, you expected a level of commitment that you maybe didn't give on the same level. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that you weren't committed to the person that you was with. I mean, giving support, making sure that you're available. Yeah, but I just didn't hold you know, myself to the same standard. You didn't hold yourself to the same sexual standard right. as you would hold her to. So I'm saying, is it, is it then? Something that we could say, okay, maybe this is a stage part in your life where you realize by maybe sticking with one partner, just not having that sort of distraction might be might, might work better for you maintaining a good or healthy relationship. I, th- I think it's a duality. So I think what I'm learning is what you said is true, that, you know, I mean, it works better. But I think anything you focus on with any real intentionality, it has a better chance of surviving. Correct. correct. So... It's just like I'm now learning, like the way my mind works, I'm very creative. Mm-hmm. Like I go we could sit down here and talk about a business and I could come up with the whole concept, the name, everything, bro. Mm. Create a business plan in my head in twenty minutes. Right? That's how my mind works. So and you're a millionaire then? I on the way. <laughs> this <laughs> is it. That's how I made it. I gotta make these connections, bro, just making so, sure. Go ahead. So mm. because I can do that. I was at a stage, I feel like I didn't achieve as much as I could have mm-hmm. because I had multiple ideas and I was feeding into multiple different things. At the same time. And it created distractions. Mm-hmm. And at this age now, where I'm thinking like, okay, but it's time to lock in. Mm-hmm. You realize like, even in partnerships, it's the same dynamic. You have to, if you want this thing to grow, you have to feed it. You have to pour into it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, because you're going to leave a lot to be desired and then when you leave gray areas, it creates resentment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like resentments are the greatest killers of relationship. Because your girl got that issue with you. And if you don't reconcile that, like, okay, but Stephen don't ever put his clothes in Correct, correct, correct. But Stephen don't ever do this. It draws up all of that angst there. Yeah, over, over time, it time. builds up, builds up, builds up. Till Loki, she starts creating a hatred for you. Correct. She starts resenting you like... Every little thing you do, and I saw yeah. well, that relationship done. You're just saying no. True. It's like the, the strata brought the camels back. The camel back don't break, but you're still long seeing time, the camel. Yeah. Long time you're still seeing the camel. You're just saying no. You're the, camel the camel in back, yeah. The camel struggling. So for me, I think it's age and maturity. You get to a stage now where you are more out of life too, mm-hmm. and you realize like 
by the multiple woman thing is how you off, you know. So it's you, so, very so, so, demanding. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me ask you a question then. Yeah. Let's say that, you know, multi-millionaire, mm-hmm. multi-billionaire, mm-hmm. right? And... Big vibes. Big vibes. I like that. Right? Yeah. And based on this region of the world, it's now okay to have multiple wives. If you could afford it. If I could afford it. If I would? If you is, would. That, that's what you're asking? Mm-hmm. Well, if you could have multiple wives, it means you would have a primary wife, like the one that you link with first, right? She would be the primary. No, no, no. It's a yes or no. No, yes, <laughs> but no. I, I got, yes or no. No, I got to create the context because I can't just say yes in isolation. No, but, no listen, here's, here's what I'm saying. Yes might mean problems. Yes might mean you bring the tree, but the tree of them don't link and then it's headache for you. No, right. no, no, but we're talking, but not just being considered. Let's say the trade them girl and everything is fine. If the, if there was the opportunity, opportunity, I'd be lying if I don't say yes. Okay. Just say yes. But why? Yeah, my, three, why? three wives. Yeah, why? Um, but for me, right, I kind of feel like it works, it would work on multiple levels because for us as men, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else. But as men, I feel like the reason why we get distracted is because we see other things that we like. And the hunter mentality kick in. You but, know what I mean? You see something and it's just like, yo, why? You know. You, you start having conversations. Ah, you might meet a female and she's just intriguing. And you're having a conversation with her. And the, the reality is, yeah, really, what I'm going to distance, you know? Yeah, really thinking about doing all this stuff. But then you've, talking, you've spoken to her so much and she's now open to you. She's so receptive. She's ready. Mm. And then she presents the opportunity. We're going to do back down. No, but feel like a punk. The, the, the only reason I ask the question is because I saw a that video... That could be expanded on <laughs> yeah. I see, I saw a video recently and it's another part of the world I think is the guy might have been, it's like I think it's a Muslim country yeah. and the reporter was talking to him and he told the reporter he has 13 wives. 17. 17 wives yeah. and 86 children. Right. 86, Jesus. Right? So then he asked, so then he asked the reporter... Dude like, coaches, eh? Yeah, the, the guy on coaches are elder. A elder man on coaches. Right? 17 wives. 86 children. Yeah. So then he asked, we reported the question, like, how many wives you got? And he said, one. The man started busting out, like, laughing. He's just like... It's just, like, unfathomable. He can't even believe. You just got one wife? Like, what are you doing? So the reason why I asked the question is because, like, you kind of aligning it with a kind of, with, with a thing about being distracted and stuff like that. But if the culture was different, your mind would have been different towards it. It wouldn't be a distraction for you. But then, it would just be regular. No, just but be here's, regular. The, here's the thing. You the, the distraction comes from the requisites of sustaining those relationships so within our culture our culture would inform the relationship dynamics right the woman expects a certain type of thing and mm-hmm. she wants to be she want to feel like number one in those cultures i don't think the wives want to feel like number one they understand their place they understand their what, position but that's what i'm saying so if, if the okay let, let's say like the you have the and you also have everybody in the same house or yeah. at least in us in the same, same yard yeah. or in the same so, geographical space so that's, so, that was the pretext i was i was trying to create yeah. i was i was when i was saying when i was answering first if the whole culture shifts no it wasn't even about the culture yeah. i think that's something that you could control individually like within your own space but what would need to happen is because we operate in hierarchies i think you would always have to have a primary wife so the woman that's there first she would have to kind of be the one to green like the others and you come to a consensus like okay yo she you like tiffany yeah tiffany cool let's bring in tiffany let's vibe with tiffany let's see how we work and then if we all have that understanding that yo listen 
You know what I mean? Tiffany, you're coming. This is what we're doing. This is what we're building. So it has to be systematic within our culture. You yeah. can't just do it fluid off of feelings. But 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 you go got you got some men who married wives who know that their wife is kind of contentious, right? Mm-hmm. And they could bring, let's say they have, they have another wife now, but it's like a cool, calm one yeah. that he could go and reason with, yeah. right? You don't believe in some sort of way that she could replace, you know, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's you, you got a point. I think, I think when you said that you got a primary wife, I don't know if you necessarily need to be the first one. It just needs to be the one that understands this. I am now the top of the hierarchy. Because the first one might not be the most, the, the best one to manage the home. No, yeah. well, I wasn't even talking about managing the home. I was talking about the genesis of it. Oh, you because mean green lighting the second yeah, one? Right. Mm. How, how would you get the second one on board if the first one doesn't really work with it? Don't just be problematic. But not really, because I, I think in them, like, in them cultures... No, them, but we're talking about our culture. Uh, uh, but, okay, if the culture kind of shift in, shifted in that kind of dynamics, I would believe like the women mindset would be a little bit different too, right? Well, remember... To accept it. No, but remember, the cultural narrative wasn't... I know, but I present just, when you ask the question initially. So I was answering yeah. just from the space of what we have now. What we have right now. But um, I believe that in some situations, even in, 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 the situation, in the situation that we have now, that some men ain't going to even really care about the input of the first wife to say, like, I don't really care who you like. I think that she's going to be good for our home. So you, you kind of got to... Well, that's, I, that's, he prepared that's, for problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's going in the context of... You, you choose to, violence. You know what I mean? You, you, would, <laughs> you would choose violence in and of that section. Because remember, you still have to coordinate a home. Yeah. Especially if you guys living in the same exact house. I mean, if the two are going to live in separate houses, maybe that one, they could do whatever she want. And this one, they could do whatever she want. But then no. you still got children. But outside of that, Stephen... Uh, it's going to be problematic. I mean... I, w- I, w- I would say all of us here are heterosexual males, right? Correct. So we've had relationships with women. Even one woman, bro, it had to manage all of the, the, the variations in the personalities. Because what might slide today, like you can make a joke today. No, with man, her. tomorrow she's and like... it's cool and then you make the joke tomorrow and it's the end of the world. Correct. Bro. She's like, I don't like when you said that you're always saying that. Then, then, then. Okay. But yesterday I said, you're saying, no, 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 tell me so, not yesterday. It's what you say today. You say today. What you say today again for? you say? Multiply that, bro. By how much ever words you have, but but, but, but you know, oh, but then we're making, but we're making this. Well, it, it, it's a, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna say this 100. I don't know if I want multiple wives. No, I don't think yeah, so. Not 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 given the mentality of Western women. True. It's and not gonna it's not gonna work out well for me. It's gonna be stress too stressful in my opinion. But you know, I you I think when people look at the multiple wives thing, sometimes it's always like a sexual thing. Mm. Sometimes what I realize in reference to women, sometimes women have better communication with other women. So sometimes let's see like in their culture, it could be kind of abstract, that they could communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot more fluid than with their husband. So then, but then, so then it comes right back full circle to the point I was making initially, where you would need to have somebody that's a primary, right? The woman that could center everybody. Because I don't you, think... You must have a primary. You must have... But it, doesn't, but it doesn't have to be the first. Yeah, but... So I didn't say the first. I said you have to have yeah. a primary. So there must now be a woman in the dynamic, wherever she comes, if mm. she's first or last... Manage who, that. ...who centers everybody. Mm. Yeah. She has the ability to get people down off the cliff when they're on the cliff. And uh, it's, it's just like in pimping. When these guys pimping, they got somebody that they call the bottom bitch, mm. right? And the bottom is the one that keeps all of the others in, in check. line. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have a multiple female dynamic in your home and that you're intimate with all of them, you know, feelings going to come up. You know, of course. Residuals, and you can't pacify all them feelings. Dude. Not at all. It has to be somebody 
in the mix who actually experiencing it to bring them down off the cliff because yeah. they're gonna just feel it. Yeah. Oh, you're only saying it because it's you because you're benefiting. Mm-hmm. But if it's one, one of the one woman, of the women involved, could say no. Listen, you need to look at it this way. Yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Then it's an easier. Because then it's, you know, because I, I remember one time I was having a conversation with a lady who is. I think she was, I think she's a lesbian, uh, mm. managed bisexual or whatever, but she was, uh, no, for sure, lesbian. And she was telling me, you know, sometimes guys entertain, like, having another woman in the situation, almost like a threesome type of thing. Mm-hmm. But what men fail to realize is that that could be problematic in the sense of that woman might take your woman away from you. Yeah, that's possible. she's saying that, you know, the type of guards that up towards men when it comes to the interaction mm-hmm. is not there for women. So she would easily listen to another woman telling her shit about you that might not even exist. Right? And she would listen to you talking shit about, about the next her. woman. Yeah. yeah. So then she would, if, you know, if, she, if that's her goal, she could take your woman away from you. But even on a sexual level, even just looking at it that shallow, the, the safeguards that might be up against men because of trauma or whatever experience she would have, she might not have them same, them, that same safeguard for a woman. So a woman coming into your bedroom to share a bed with you. I mean, a lot of men have this, fan, this fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, of the threesome situation, bringing a next woman and, you know, you deal with two of them or whatever. But the case and matter is that once you bring somebody into your bedroom, you bring them into that space, there's mm-hmm. a possibility that that person could make a better connection with your you, lover yeah. than you've ever made. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised the kind of noises them that she's making with this girl. Right. They never make them yeah, noises yeah. with you. And you, it, again, it creates... I don't know if I need to talk to more people who have indulged in that sort of situation, at least on a regular basis. Because my, my, my contention is always from the time you bring somebody in, how do you not get to a point of, of competitiveness or, or like, or, or, you know what I mean? Like, 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 what level are you at when, again, somebody comes into your bed and they're doing something that you, you love and never experience like what happens when they want that again and you can't provide that same need mm-hmm. you see what I mean like how does that not create a problem well the way how I see right <laughs> I feel like it comes down to gears and when I say gears I mean the ability some persons have to be okay with certain behaviors whatever the behaviors are right and I see some men or some women you just got people who just cool with certain things and then we might be giving it a higher value than than they are, than they are mm-hmm. right? Because, like, I see guys all the time who they have partners and they have a dynamic within their relationship where he cheat, she cheat, he cheat. You know what I mean? And like, they don't mind it. Yeah, it's, it's a back and forth. It's almost mm-hmm. like they're playing tennis. And they reconcile these things. Like, Taro Swiley had a song. Um, I don't remember the name of the song, but the the, the concept was... The woman was cheating, the man was cheating, both of them were cheating. And then in the end of the song, she called him and asked him where he was. And he said he was playing dominoes with somebody, but he was fumbling. And she kind of picked up that, boy, you were lying. Mm-hmm. And then he was asking her where she was, and she was giving him a story. But you could tell just from the tonality that, you know, she was lying too. Mm-hmm. So the two of them knew that they both were out doing the thing. And then they went in and he told her, yo, you're not easy, you know, let's go in. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But that's a gear, bro. That's a gear some people have where they're easy with it. Like, okay, let's take into consideration cockles. You have men mm-hmm. who, who love to see the yeah. woman being pleased by an next man. Right, yeah. bro. And sometimes ravaged, like, on a different level. Mom, I can't even conceptualize it. I can't that. conceptualize it either, but the same thing, it, it occurs. I've yes. known guys who get paid. Got paid. Like, just run this, run through my wife for me, please. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, 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 is regular for the for the guy that's paying the money, 
uh, you got swingers. Yeah. Like, how do you really account for these? These mm-hmm. people just got gear that we don't have yeah, because we have an attachment in relationships that yeah. they just don't have. Like, I literally see some people and talk to people who feel like, you know what I mean? Sexual intercourse is just transactional. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had sex with dude yesterday, like, hey, really nothing. He ain't take nothing from me. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had this moment. And, and it's not. Yeah, you would hear women say, yeah, it's just a little bit of pussy. It's like, what? He can't, like, like, I remember one time I was down the bus stop and this lady was like, he can't take all. He can't take all. Like, he can't take some, but he can't take all. And I could wash it off and use it again. Right. And it, there's nothing lost. Yeah, and I'm listen, like, this thing. They're okay with it. But this so, thing is sometimes, different. Sometimes when I think about it, I'd be like, it's me. You gotta be me. No, bro. You <laughs> gotta to sort it like you're telling you. Because, I mean, you, you hate the music, too. I mean, I listened to a song recently and the guy was saying that, um, but he said, "Why? It's almost like she ain't my girl, and she ain't like in your girl. It's like our girl type of thing." And I was just like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> Prince, Prince Swanee got Swanee, something like that." Yes. And I was just like, "Bro, how you reach deal? Because how you reach deal? It's two hours, girl. It's natural. It's That's that, what I say. <laughs> we can just share these 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 spoils of war, bro." You get some, I get some, and we just go about with business. Uh, and I'll be a contention. That is, a, as you say, is a different gear, bro. I yeah. don't have. I don't have that gear. That gear, no. and I, I don't think I've met none of my partners them who I've ever met or dealt with had that gear either. Well, I at I, least not that they showed me. I've met. Yeah, I've, met, it, met I've met people who have said to me, like I know this one particular dude. You know, middle reason. I wouldn't say he's my bridging, but you know, what I mean, you got people you have them associations with, and we talk. And we were talking one time, we were talking about a similar, con- we had a similar conversation. And he said to me, you know, he had this girl and he found out that she cheated, that she did things. And he said, why, I couldn't even be to her now. I was doing my thing too. You see, like, you see. <laughs> bro. Okay, I'll say this though, I'll say this. I'm not to bash him, but I think like... <sighs> If you're not on the high and the up, like is is if especially if you 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 grow to be a little bit much, it's like I'm not on the up, bro. Like, like <laughs> I mean, okay. Let me let me say it with plain words. Uh-huh. If I having sex with eighteen women, I'll just having sex with women just off the nose. I with my girl and just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Like me, anyone care. Like I just doing my thing. And I find out one time, uh, maybe a couple months ago, she do she thing once too. Like, for me to come with me holy, you know, me holiness and be like, get all you could do this here to me. This is awful. This is like, this is like, the betrayal. This is betrayal. Like, uh, So you're saying you got to take that one on the No, chip. man, that's what hell you got to absorb, bro. It may say stay. may say stay with the girl. If you can, I'm, I'm not going to advise people to stay a place where they're unhappy or stay a place where you can't function in a healthy way, right? But I'm saying the way that you deal with it might not be like, how you could do this to me. Yeah. The way you might deal with it is, well, I know you do your thing, but, you know, I really can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I, mean I, I kind of find like some of that too is like, um, maybe in the beginning of a relationship. Because mm-hmm. I used to always keep, keep in my mind, like say, engaging, like a, talk to somebody and interested in having a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. I don't think magically like I'm the only person she's talking to. That's, that's, I, I was assume the same thing. Right? I don't assume that. So let's say that, um, we kind of banging together um, let's say like a good six to twelve months mm-hmm. and then come to final like between, between that, that, that time frame that space of time she had an engagement she had an engagement <laughs> with, with one person you know other than me but it was somebody before me so it's almost like I kind of 
come into this picture and I wasn't... And you change, you change what she was going to do. Like, and then I, you shift. Yeah. Maybe she, you shift the kind of perspective or whatever, right? I don't think I'll feel bad. I, I, I would ask a question more like, yo, what you want to do? Wait, let me understand. You're saying she had something prior to you. Yeah. Prior building to me. Right. Yeah. And um, while she started the journey with you and y'all were already intimate, she had an interaction with dude again let's, during let's, that period. Let's say she had an interaction with that dude like, let's say in the first three months that we, we started talking, yeah. the first three to six months, let's say she had an interaction with him because she's trying to feel out. And you guys are not official. I think and we're, we're not official. Like, you're not saying like, me and no together. But then... But, 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 Alonzo <laughs> kill me. But then 12 months later, <laughs> you kind of find out. Alonzo, you, you that's find a done for Alonzo. That's a done. No, because, <laughs> because I know mm-hmm. like, in the first six to twelve months, even on my end, like I might still got some, I might residual, got some, yeah. some residual because I ain't really no. If this is it, if this is it, yeah. Right? Well, well, well. I think I think six to twelve months is a long time, but I do understand the first Alonzo ain't right now. We know Alonzo ain't agree with this. It's That's six, okay. Twelve months is a long time. Maybe yeah. six months. Let's say six months. Let's say the first the first three months we getting involved, we talking, we back and forth. And she still got operations going on. Yeah, it's understandable if and she, she slipped. If she's not even if she slipped, it might be intentional because yeah, she yeah. already has had yeah, something going on before engagements with this person. But you come up and like she ain't really so sure if you're gonna be it. And me ain't really so sure if she gonna be it. So yeah. okay. like so what you're saying is you know about the other person. Yeah. Well and you might not know no, about the other know. person, but you, you, find, you out. find out later on that in the first three months when I was getting to know you one another. No, me think I could reconcile it unless it's, there's, there's disclosure early on. So, for me, is let's say I come in, there is somebody we link, right? Mm-hmm. Based on the example, we would have to link under the pretext that there's nobody else because in fair, you'd have them kind of conversations. Uh, unless you're just kind of transient with it and just, y'all just moving through. How do you not know that there's somebody else? Because y'all ain't having conversations. Like The thing is, when do you have... I think the timing of that conversation is extremely important. When do you have the conversation that is this exclusive? Do you have it when you feel like there's some potential here that we could move forward? Or do you have it when you're testing things out? Because I don't know if... When you're testing out each other, you need to have a conversation yeah, because, of who yeah, else you're dealing because with. Some, because like from, from my experience, whenever like engaging with, with the female, I don't lead with the intention of... Like, I won't take a serious one time. In no, that, in, in that you gotta prove yourself. Like, no, something that happens. Okay, but what I'm saying is, right, invariably, throughout the course of the relationships establishment, when you're building that foundational basis, mm-hmm. right, you have communications. So, you might hit her on a Friday, like, yo, what's going on with you? And mm-hmm. she'll say, oh, I'm out. You're out. Again, that omission. You might be out with dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if we... If we on the up and up, why you ain't just set up? Because but then, like you said, but, 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 but then when? But it's then, when? It's when because she might not feel like we on the up and up. She like a feeling you out to Correct. see if you know this is a Something, possibility. Yeah. Because let's say that she in a situation and it's not really ideal for her, mm-hmm. but it's almost like she's one of them kind of conscious women that don't believe in having X amount of bodies. So she chooses to stay with this one guy until something else comes up that she feels like, okay, then I can move away from this. Now. Like a monkey swing. So you don't, you don't ask them if they have a man. You don't ask them if they have a partner. You ask them, but you might not get it through. Well, even, well, well okay. It. Well, well, okay. That's, that's, that's you got that. That's it. The thing is, you ask a girl, you got a man. She says no. Mm-hmm. The guy that she's on par with, 
might not, not be she man. man. Yeah, but then say you're seeing somebody, but don't, uh, don't listen because what? But it's kind of hard to ask. No, here's my perspective. When you ain't serious, no, but here's like, my man, perspective. No, woman. no, but me ain't saying me ain't saying you're serious, but you're seeing somebody. Okay, there's somebody I'm talking to, right? It could, it could be that. Here's the thing: if I enter the dynamic, three months, two weeks, whatever it is, right? I enter the dynamic, and that question is asked, and you give me the illusion that mm. there is no one else. It's yeah, yeah, that's like, all. Like me, when you're talking to then it changes how I approach you. It changes the intensity, right? If I know why you got another dude, me ain't saying I wouldn't forward still, but there's some hesitation. You ain't really pressing. You know what I mean? You, you're a little bit more tempered in the approach. You ain't really Anna, Anna like that. But suppose but, that's the default. But that's the, but, but that's the default because I... That's the know, default, as in that's, that's how you proceed. In like, I'm dating this guy. Like, I'm in the dating pool, man, what I'm doing. But I'm in the dating pool, right? And... In the dating pool, there are some people you're going to meet and you got potential, but after a couple of days, you realize this ain't really going nowhere. So you push on. Like, you, 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 you're going with the default that I am not the only one. Uh, I'm probably not the only one. Because I met this person. She's a nice person. She's cool. Yeah. But she ain't really clicking with me. Like, it, it's like the question is, when do you ask the question of, are you seeing somebody else? Do you ask that question two half, weeks in? No, half rip. Like, from the time, I know. Because... <laughs> Yeah, but listen. Then we, we're different in no, that regard. Ask your ass. Here's why. <laughs> I don't. If if me feeling it, me ain't gonna go through, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you meet a female, and you know what I mean. She vibe up, but she vibe being up to the point where you would really want to get nothing with her. Mm-hmm. She's just somebody that you would have around, and not even sexual. She's just cool, mm-hmm. right? Then you ain't here. You ain't asking them questions. But if you've already made the conscious decision that this is a female that I gonna pursue on that level. See right? Right? You're gonna pursue it on that level or uh, we're gonna get intimate to some In two extent. weeks? Bro, I wanna know what, no but here's here here here's two here. weeks. So here's my position on it. I wanna know what I gain into. Because like you said earlier in the conversation, men are territorial. Mm. So suppose I rocking with you and you got this other dude who maybe he got a delusion, he operating under a delusion that you is he woman direct. You entertaining me and Maybe you run with him and you ain't tell me or whatever it is. And he see me number in his phone and then he Stop get froggy. Yeah. All of them things is problems. So I just looking at it from... Circumvent them issues. Yeah, yeah, like a kind of security perspective where I just want to know what's up. But you see... Ain't, I, even, I, I, ain't I, even a control I thing. You, I just want to know but, 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 if somebody but, but, is in the but, picture. But you see, you see that position there? A lot of women would lie to escape that position there because... And women told me this before they lie because they figure that you're not going to be interested anymore mm-hmm. so you're not going to reveal like who you really are anymore so it could, it could it could almost become just sex to you that you just want to get to know and that's it because mm-hmm. that's how you view me like your perspective change but it, it depends on who I am as well it becomes a period victory. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it depends on who you are but then remember this is two weeks yeah they, they, know, who they, they know who you are they know you. Mm-hmm. so they're going to just Make that yeah, decision and say, you know what? No, I ain't dealing with nobody. Correct. But just, just to see if they could get, if they could get, the, this, the, the genuine parts of you and not the, okay, I like you're gonna hit because you're already hitting other guys and you, it's like you would devalue. You, you said it differently. You said it. You said that you know you would move differently. You might still pursue, but you would move a little differently, a little bit more hesitant in terms of making a big investment in this person because the person seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Women ain't necessarily want that. What they want is they want the investment to make sure that you is the person that they want mm-hmm. to move on to. I guess what me and Tiba are saying is that our timing might be different to how your timing is. 
I might take a month and a half before I realize, uh, well, you know, this got potential, let me move this way. Versus two weeks. I don't think I ever met nobody in two weeks and be like, yeah, let me just drop everything I'm doing now and just hightail it. Well, yeah, it ain't about, <laughs> ain't about dropping it. It's about asking. Because but what I think it is too, and it might come back down to my inability to really forgive because I would see that as a slight. I would see that as a violation. But you, see, but, 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 but you, mm. but you said too that um, if you see that somebody who you want to pursue, but you could meet this person out of nowhere. You don't have no history about them. You just mm-hmm. like to see this person. Mm-hmm. And you just like, this is the first time you ever met them. Going on vibes. So you can't even decide in the moment, this is somebody I want to pursue in two weeks. No. Right. You got to get to know them. You got to get to know them. So it, it takes more time. And I think giving it a good, a good six months. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you get into the conversations, but I don't really expect you to be no, I, I think, fully I think, like, disclose our information. And even about that level of disclosure, I think attraction is attraction. You got to feel it. Mm-hmm. So... You could, you, you could meet a girl in two hours, Steve, but seeing down here and she on the chair there and you're like, yo, I kind of feeling this girl vibe, right? Now, in that moment, you don't ask the question, but let's say after, let's say we're doing the podcast and there's a female right here, right? You, you feel a spark. You like to see her. You don't know if she matching your energy, but you like to see her. Y'all communicate, boom, boom, boom. The situation done, she asks for your number, right? Y'all start messaging back and forth. Mm-hmm. At some stage, there is a question. It might be an indirect. You're going to come up some kind of how, like, um, it might be, yo, well, how come you're talking to me so late? Your wife and, and whatever. And she's like, no, man, no, man. Uh, what are you doing on. Correct, Wednesday? correct. You know what I mean? Mm. I hope me interfering with your, your schedule, your man, your man. Correct. Yes. You make them statements. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but, but it's the same thing we said, like he said. Yeah. She might say she ain't got a man, but she might got somebody that she'll link you with. Right. So so what I said that to say, or to justify the, the earlier position, that the ask isn't an intentional, hey, do you have a man? Are we going to be exclusive? Mm-hmm. Ain't really that. It's just throughout the course of the communication. Sometimes those, those things usually come up, especially if you have an interest as a man, at least for me. Yeah. And yeah. then if she says, no, she ain't got a man, right? And her motivation is maybe she want to feel it out because wherever she got, ain't nothing solid. No, and she want to see where you going. Correct. Right? Uh, she 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 willing to explore yeah. you as an option. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, for me, what it then does is, yo, you got this dude you're dealing with all the time. You're exploring me as an option, and regardless of how you want to look at it, in the relationship dynamic, in the evolution, there is some commitment of time, energy, effort, wherever it is. Right. Because you could have been doing a lot of other things on that Friday night than picking up she and going for a drive on the land. True. So, you don't know what my vibe is. Maybe if I knew you had somebody else that you were entertaining, I wasn't going to pick you up that Friday night. But you don't tell me about it. Okay, cool, that's fine. You have your motivations. When I find out about it, you also have to understand that that has the ability now to change our dynamic. Because I've been rocking with you all of this time on the false pretenses right or wrong however you feel about yeah. it but you see I think my position is this right like if engaging with somebody and I'm meeting them and I gain to know them within the three months six months window right it's like I hope you're being honest with me I don't expect you to be honest with me mm-hmm. you know what I mean because that is like putting like a heavy weight on it because it's also putting a heavy weight on me like yeah. if, if if I am it's like it's almost like starting three businesses at once. Like, you know, which one gonna take off? But at the same time you don't wanna pull back too much and then risk all of them not taking off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird. 
like if I am going to go into as Tibo saying justifiably, like if I'm gonna go into a situation with a young lady, I understand there is some investment that's going to be necessary. I will have to carry around the land. That is a much cheaper investment than um, I'm gonna spend the next 12 months and you're gonna lie and deceive and so on. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the first three months, like whatever investment I make, I have to be like I'm willing to lose that investment for the opportunity to get a longer-term return. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, okay, so what what both of you are saying is, let's say four months in, six months in, you identify, however it it comes up, that there is this other dude, right? Mm -hmm. But she is now actively trying to wean herself off of this dude because she really, she's willing to invest in you. That isn't a problem. Not, not, not she actually trying to win. That's says she totally like. Said. Yeah, she gonna be because she, I think she, the, the conversation gonna be different. It gonna be like, look, listen, we've been dating for this amount of time. I wanna take this serious and I wanna take this to the next level. I want us to be exclusive. This is something that I think has to be said, like mm-hmm. especially as a man to woman. I don't think it's supposed to be no like, no weird, no weird nothing. It's straight communication. This has been going for three months. I like this vibe. I like where this is going. I want us to be exclusive, such and such and such. Whatever she needs to do in that space to make sure that that is exclusive, that that is so, mm-hmm. once she agrees, because she could not agree, she could be like, well, you know, I like you, but then if I see this going anywhere. And then you could just fall back if you want, because you don't spend your month or your two months or whatever the case is to figure out if this is where you really want anyway. Because, it, because, because let's, let's say that, you know, you met this girl at this, at this point in time. And six months later, she kind of revealed to you, you know, no, that thing's getting serious. She's like, you know, I got, some, I got a confession. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this happened. And this person, <laughs> and this person... That confession on, thing does always got me feels... Yeah, man, you don't, you don't, yeah. look, you don't hold your belly and ask it a ticket. And then she said, that, well, you know, the, this is the reason why I did this. And this person is somebody that has been in my life, let's say, like, for five years prior to meeting you, mm-hmm. right? And we had a relationship and it was on and off and then when when i met you you can change my perspective Mm -hmm. right that's a conversation you 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 don't see a blight for that you don't see a pass for that yeah man i don't think i'll take that as nothing um you had your life before me no let me understand we we went through the stages six months in six months in when we done kind of establish a vibe we got rid of him because six months yes. is a long time it's yeah, a long yeah, yeah it could be long you got rid of him and she's saying like oh, okay, I, I said three know. I said two to three months <laughs> really and truly it, 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 it depends on the connection yeah. between it, the people it, 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 it does it, it, because it, it could be weeks it could yeah. be weeks yeah so, so whatever the timeline is a month a month like F okay yeah I would move a month before I started if a woman coming on to me aggressively in a month time I feel worried you think so? I started to feel a little worried. Like, let's say that she she aggressively like pursuing me, I mm. kind of worried. I didn't naturally. I would get worried because I want to know like what is the problem. The problem is that she met the man of she dreams. We're talking about women but, don't women men no men. I don't know what women why. you've dated, right? Women I've dated like have gone to some level. What is that aggressive? Me, I, I, I'm talking I, about they're gonna yeah, 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 come over message. like that. No, 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 no. Uh, aggression to me. Well, it's aggressive to Aggressive you. is almost like like um like oh, I marry you. Yeah. No man. No, well, I don't know if I meet women who just lead with that. I think you gotta put that in. No, I mean, think they lead with that. I think what happened is <laughs> they let they let all the expectations and, and, and the table. I never met a woman in two three months who let out all she expectations. I meet a woman who said like something like you know I like you and I, and and she would maybe talk about stuff in the future but she's not saying this is what I want you to do 
Yeah, she talk about she talk about stuff. She dreams and what she wants to accomplish because I think that's important too when you when you're sorting out what the basis is for this relation. Is like expectations where is it going? Management, yeah, right? like I want to be married, I want to have children. If there's something that you want, you need to set up earlier. I think it, I think it comes down to personality type as well. Yeah. Because there are some women who I I'm learning, they get infatuated with you, bro. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Like, Absolutely consumed. Yeah, head over heels. Yeah, obsessed. And they, they, they start envisioning this life and it's very grandiose. And Correct. You kind of got a temper them, you kind of got like, yo. Yeah, yeah, ease up. Yeah, slow down. What are you yeah. doing? But remember, the men is, we are the gateways, we are the gateways to the relationship. There's no relationship if the man don't sign on you. Yeah. Because the woman don't create a relationship in she head, yes. even if she said, even if she did not say it to you. Even if she didn't say, bye, well, I married you, you know. And she here's, done here's, here's, the, here's the thing as well. They have some other type of motivations, right? Because this is how I feel. Mm. More often than not, a man will be in a relationship and the relationship is tumultuous, right? The first relationship. And he terminates that. He will go into it with some residual, like, okay, may I really like this, may I really like that. Mm -hmm. Bro, a woman gonna hold the first relationship parallel to the second relationship and size you up based on all the wrong things that used to happen in the first relationship and so so no no fear broker that happens <laughs> it so does. you have to kind of look at it like why this is how they program but as my, the woman don't even not even just first relationship with all her masculine <laughs> relationships <laughs> she hold a parallel to them yeah <laughs> it's like you know i like this about you but you just just so far so short like timothy was such uh, and it, this is what happening she might but she's judging you openly about and, it and and and, 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 it's, and it's not just it's like it goes to cousin daddy uncle oh jesus uh, it, it goes all of that and you parallel to all of these things yeah. you gotta be the samson you gotta lift up all of that weight wait uh, so you gotta be conscious now as a man to kind of identify that but somebody's saying even me. No, it's not. No. Somebody's coming from a, a deep-rooted place. And but they're going to come from a lot of majority but, and a lot of experience. But, 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 and, and, that's a know, lot of experience, you know. Like, to be able to differentiate that this ain't me. That's, all, that's, that's coming from an existential sort of, like... You could picture the whole person versus mm -hmm. just seeing the yeah. actions. But, again, it, it, it would require you as a man to not be emotional. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and be that's able a to lot of stoicism. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because it requires, like, an objectification. You're supposed to step out and analyze that relationship. Like, why is it that she's doing this versus yeah, stop doing this to me? Like, yeah, you know? And it, it's almost like, a, as a man to you, you kind of have to have, like, a level of a little humility as well. Mm -hmm. About it, I'll be a little humble about it because let's say that this person here is, like, key and like maybe like time or something like that it has to be something that she's connecting it to her past that yeah, somebody trauma. left somebody left her yeah 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 and you, you know and you let's say you're not really like a timely person or whatever you say you know what maybe i could be timely because it actually helping you as well correct right yeah. so you kind of learn these things and you got to, you kind of have to be almost like the designated drive moments when people drunk off with emotions yeah yeah i i heard this psychological um thesis but essentially what i was saying is a lot of times in a relationship, you get bled on, even though you weren't the one to cut them. Mm -hmm. Right? So they got cut, and they're just bleeding on you, like, because you're the closest person to them. Proximity. You're the nurse. Yeah, so you're <laughs> the doctor. Got, you got to deal with it. And hurt people that hurt people. Yeah. So Unfortunately. Yeah, because she's hurt and all of these things happening in Shimai. She doesn't create this whole universe, you know. And she sees men a particular type of way. And even if you demonstrate something that's fundamentally contrary to what whatever she, she experienced prior she's still gonna project that onto you yeah because she is a distrust now is like how much of this you're gonna project before you start to be your real self yeah like women are we like like how long this sweetness gonna last before you start hmm. to like 
you start to be like the men them that I used to know. Yeah. And 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 it's the same way in reverse with with um like men having like certain like mothers as well. Because yeah. remember you see like that little thing with um Scrappy Kimo, the rapper. Right. Mm-hmm. And he confronted the mother because his mother he used to watch like his mother was in that life. Oh wow. So he done been in the in the house when things with activities happening. No way. And he, you know, things getting put on him as well as yeah. a child and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, they had to confront his mother about it. And he, that goes to know he can select certain types of women. Correct, correct, correct. Because right? any woman that, that seems too good, he'd be like, you're too good for me. He might say, you're too good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he needs something with a little bit more confusion. Yeah, you set the bar to what you, you, you are, you're, you're, you're regularly exposed to versus what could be different and more healthy. Well, and... Because you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not familiar with healthy. The resilience in the human spirit allows us to normalize certain things because it's a survival mechanism, mm. right? So because you can normalize that, it's like you don't normalize a woman behaving in a particular type of way. Well, Loki is almost like you're attracted to that. You're attracted to that. It's like, it's yeah. like that, that'll, bring out me, that'll bring out the me that I'm used to, not bring out the me that I think would be great. Like, it takes a lot for a human being to grow and develop. You know, it's like, it's not a simple, this is better for you kind of proposition. It's yeah. like, I have to see that this is not good. But I'll give, you, I'll give you a prime example. And I knew of situations like this. I had a homeboy, right? And he started dating this girl. The girl was super attractive. But she boyfriend previously was one of them type of dudes, like a street dude, mm-hmm. right? In and out of prison gun charge, drug charges, all these things. And dude used to handle relationship issues the same way he would handle situations on the street. So he was very physical with her. Mm-hmm. Right? Hustling. And I tell you, yeah, man, gun buttons up. And when she transitioned out of that relationship, because he died. So the first boyfriend died. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the only way she get it really. She got into a relationship with one of my boys. And my boy is a different type of animal. Like, he just cool, low-key dude. Mm-hmm. He ain't got a bag of woman, he ain't a drama. She ain't got nothing to worry about. He found open, she could search for him. Yeah. And, Safe. listen, she used to agitate, right? And press buttons and push him, push him, push him. Because she was looking for that familiar response. Mm-hmm. The response that she used to get from the first wife and the aggression. Yeah. To the point where she started telling my yes, he's a punk and... You yeah, know yeah. I mean? to antagonize him. And, and she, she, she normalizes a certain type of behavior. She felt justified. In, 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 in the first relationship, her defense mechanisms were getting loud and getting aggressive, and you know what I mean? Mm. Because she felt like that's how she defends herself. Mm-hmm. And she brought that into the second relationship, and she didn't know how to let her go. And that actually led to the termination of that second relationship. Yeah. When dude was like a solid dude, solid to the point where if I had a sister, I would have been cool with he as a man. As a man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was that solid. But she don't she done normalize that kind of traumatic mm-hmm. environment and existing in that space. So she legit creating, trying to create the same environment. It. So anything else yeah. feels far and it feels odd to her that and you see and you ain't responding, you ain't holding her, she chew water, you ain't beating up. Yeah. But and, and you know what happened to to change your perspective takes a lot of work. It takes and, and and I think people generally in relationships, like you got people that just look at relationships and say goals. Mm-hmm. But they feel to realize that goals means work. Work. So they don't really. They, okay, they might see somebody with a nice body. That's goals. Yeah. That take that work. work yeah. Or surgery or money. Like, it's, it's either two things. Some and, kind and, of sacrifice. And Something. That's it, and that's the thing with a relationship. Like 
it takes a lot and of work. a lot of work, mm-hmm. a lot of adjusting your perspectives mm-hmm. and trying to understand. And it could be, you know, because sometimes you could feel like you um, leading, mm-hmm. but sometimes and then sometimes the other person got to lead. So you got to go back and forth. But, Correct. But both people got to work. Correct. Yo, fellas, listen, right? This conversation could probably go one more hour, but, you know, as unfortunately, uh, I don't even know if it's fortunately. Maybe Alonzo wants to leave now. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining the podcast, 100%. Lonzo and, and Mr. Tiba, Baron, who's been here before. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, guys, um, if you could just promote, you know, promote your socials, um, at least so people could get to know. I mean, you guys run here, he know, podcast. I mean, yeah. it's podcast slash radio show because yeah, I feel like I reach the big leagues now. Are you? Are no, you no, prime no. time? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> prime time. Well, up, yeah, no, no. But I mean, we are on our socials at Instagram at here, he know, mm-hmm. and YouTube at here, he know. Well, Win Media 98.9 mm-hmm. and here, he know, on Facebook, here, he know. So I think that's what we would really want people to tap into at this stage. We're not trying to be influencers yet. I mean, I mean, if I mean if you catch us on the personal Instagram, then you catch us on the personal yeah, Instagram. Correct. But tap into the to the here, you know, Instagram for the content. And the show should be Sundays. It's every Sunday mm. at from five to six pm. Five to six pm. It's a hot hour, boy. Yeah, it's a hot hour. A lot of vibes. <laughs> you know, we bring in guests and yeah. we chop it up. So it's good conversation. Same level of dialogue. dialogue really intentional. And 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 th- that's like the genesis of the show because me and Lanza would have long long farm conversations. Mm-hmm. But you can't even call long farm, bro. I mean, always and always, always and always, 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 always. Yeah, and always. And I think, like, one or two times, like, you know, my girlfriend listening, she's like, well, my girl don't do a podcast. So, like, people don't hear these kind of things. No, like, man, not on radio. In relationships. Yeah. And it's know? the deep reasoning, too, because we're very objective. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you get into relationships with people and because we're bridging me and tell you when you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Me knowing that, bro. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that is a failure in masculinity. Like, if you use my bar, I'm supposed to be able to tell, tell you, Stephen, man, no. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah, the plan. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. oh, you do that just now. We got to tighten up. And because yeah. that's how we go further. Iron got to sharp now. Correct. If I is a man and I can't tell you when you're wrong, then you don't need to be my circle. And iron sharp and iron with friction. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you see me and Lanzo, we kind of, even though we have a lot of the same ideas, mm-hmm. we kind of have like a lot of differences. Different so, perspectives. Different yeah, perspectives and things. So, you know, you see like he in red, I in blue. That's, <laughs> that, that's, this was intentional because <laughs> I feel like the pants is similar. Grey, but the, the, just the short, the top. Uh, this. No. no, and it's just it's natural, you know. <laughs> what kind of man does plan the outfit? Yeah, man. It's like, yo, yo, listen, Lanzo, we are the red, my boy. Around yeah, yeah. the middle. Oh, no. Yeah, Them things so, feel like so, romantic. So, 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 yeah. so feminine, but, you know, I mean, yo, so we box to the dog. We box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast, being on the show. Like, guys, we've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. We had Alonzo and Mr. Tiba from here, you know, the podcast. Guys, check it out. Win FM every Sunday, 5 to 6, hot hour. Yo, these fellas will be talking, dog. I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah, you. Some real serious. Yeah, he some real serious stuff, right? Yeah, he know. So, guys, as usual, peace. No gang signs, guys. Love. Love. <laughs>